Across the UK, online and on DAB. Take a far out trip into the twilight zone of late night radio with Ian Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Um, right, okay, so lots on the agenda this evening. The, the listener figures are in. What are we up by? We're up 44% on the last quarter. Just some numbers for a bit. Year on year, 230%. So, so like this, we've got 230% more listeners than we had last year and 44% more listeners than we had three months ago. Right, that's great. Here's the thing. Um, I think we've now got too many listeners. Mm-hmm. I think we've got too many people listening to this show. So, I need some volunteers to phone in and take one for the team. Guys, take one for the team. You're doing this for us. If you love this show so much, as, as um, Sting said and Trisha used to say a lot, if you love somebody, you've got to set them free. Free, free, set them free. Um, so if you love this show, if you love this show so much, then you need... If you could find out what that song was, and we'll play it later. Um, it, then you need to to let this show go. So... 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. We're looking for people to call in and say you're going to stop listening to the show. So you phone up, you tell us you're going to stop listening to the show. We'll have a chat, we'll, we'll, we'll do a tribute to you, all of that stuff. Um, and then when you put the phone down, that's it. That's it. We're done. Um, you can go to LBC. I, I, I recommend other radio stations for you as the time goes on. I just think... We now have too many listeners. We need to get rid of some of them, okay? Is it you? Your country needs you. Your radio show needs you. Why have the phones gone mental? Suddenly everyone seems to be very excited about um, pulling out of this show. I don't know how appropriate that is. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number if you will give us a call and uh, um, tell us that you're prepared to stop listening to the show i would genuinely appreciate that um, you can email me ian at ianlee.com and i had an email about the show today from a guy called mike uh, it's either someone called alex or it's someone called michael dixon good evening michael make sure this bit goes in the podcast catherine this is for michael dixon who emailed me let me read you the email from Mike. He signs it as Mike, so that's not me being flippant or rude. He signs it as Mike, so I'm calling him Mike. Dear Ian, you need to listen to this, Catherine, by I'm the listening. way. Okay. Dear Ian, just to say, I love the show. Oh, good. And if the email ended there, I would have thought nothing more of it. But it goes on. It's quite long after that. One piece of constructive criticism which has been playing on my mind. I often listen to the show on catch-up via the app, e.g. on the train. This generally means that I need to raise the volume fairly high in order to hear you and Kath when you speak more softly. And this is not due to the train being particularly noisy. It is just the gentle background of the train noise that needs to be compensated for. My hearing is fine. Trouble is, when someone, brackets, generally Kath, close brackets, shrieks with laughter, or someone goes from whispering to shouting, 
it is quite a shock to the ears. Ideally, this could be improved by less quiet talking. And if one of you is going to let rip with a 100 dB laugh, then sit back from the mic. Basic microphone technique. Gosh. Mainly aimed at Kath, really. Yeah, of course it is, because you're a wuss. You wouldn't dare say it to Ian. As she has a higher pitch voice, so it probably penetrates more. And I've noticed that about you, Catherine, and I've never had the courage to say it. You penetrate more than I do. You really do penetrate harder, deeper, uh, more successfully than I penetrate. It felt good saying that. All this is said with kindness... A mild bit of annoyance, I must admit, as it is a challenge at times to not get annoyed when your ears are hurting, smiling emoji. <laughs> yeah, women, eh? But great show. Honestly, love it. Best wishes, wishes best wishes. Wishes, there you go. Alec, uh, Mike, best wishes, Mike. Well, Mike, um, thank you for that. And I got your email earlier on today, uh, at lunchtime, and I've been thinking about it a lot. And... Uh, I think you should go and screw yourself! <laughs> so I hope that answers that. 0344-499-1000 is the phone number. Good evening, Alan! You're on Channel 5! Sorry? You're on Channel 5 I'm right on, now! I'm on, I'm on Channel 5 right now, talking about being a, a, a snowflake, and I'm on talk radio right now, talking about being a human being with feelings and needs. It's a bit like deja vu all over again. Yes, I am currently on television and on radio at the same time. And do you know what? It's giving me a huge... Um, a ego huge, boost? A, an ego boost. Yes, an ego boost, Alan. That's what it is. In my yeah. pants. The memorial went well today. Oh, here we go. This is... Uh, but this is... Uh, well, this is... We're trying new features for the show, okay? So we, we've got... Um, uh, yes word or S word. We've got Kath's uh, uh, killers. Um, and this is a new feature that we're trying. Once a week, Alan's going to report back from a memorial service. Um, last week, it was the memorial service for Dale Winton. And this week, it was the mem- you've been to the memorial service for Ed Doolan, um, a radio presenter from the West Midlands. Um, and yeah, so tell me, tell me what happened today, uh, today's Alan. It was a good turnout, about 550 people turned up. Oh, if only five more had turned up. Because it was most of Ed's colleagues from WM, and when he was at Commercial Radio as well. Okay, yeah, that's good, that's good. 300 WM listeners turned up as well. Oh God, scum. And friends and family okay, of Ed. That's nice. Did you see a did you see a tall, strident woman with curly hair called Sarah? Was that the editor of WM? Yes it was. She was sitting right at the front row. Did you trip her up? No, I couldn't my legs weren't long enough. Did you flick her the V's behind her back? No, I okay. came respectful of her then, because I was speaking to producer Bernie. Oh oh love I've worked with Bernie Lovely. Uh, did you mention her to me? Me to her? Yeah, I did, and she sends her best wishes. Well, the, the next memorial service, you send your best wishes. And Nick Cohen done a tribute to Ed. So, say that again. Nick Cohen did a tribute to Ed. Nick Owen, wowzers. What, and what did he do? Did he do poetry? Did he do a funny voice? He was talking about Ed's career in radio, and when he worked at the BBC. He worked in radio as well, did he? 
Wow. He started his career at Radio Birmingham. Did he really? Before he went to television. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who, who? Nick, Nick Owen. Owen? Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know that. Everyone knows that. Bloody hell. I mean, I, I was watching the Conan at TVAM when I was a young lad. Were you? Well, you should report that to the police. No, I was three years old at the time. Mmm. Well, Alan, it sounds like you've had a really fun memorial. How many um, stars out of five would you give it? Four. And what? Why is it missing that fifth star, Alan? Because Led Ross was still alive. Because who? Led Ross. Led Ross is still alive. If he'd been dead, you'd have given it five stars. Yeah. Wow. Oh. Harsh but fair. Les Ross is a bit of a plank, isn't he? Well, he did do breakfast for a long time at the commercial station. There we go. Isn't Les Ross... Thank you, Alan. Isn't Les Ross the one that had the running with Hardeep Singh Kohli? I have no idea. You know the one. You've heard that clip, haven't you? Where they're both... Oh, yeah. They're both being idiots. But but knowing what I know about Hardeep Singh Kohli, he is the biggest idiot out of the two of them and out of quite a lot of the male population. And this guy said... It's not working for me. Oh, yeah. no, Hardeep said it's Hardeep not working. Said it. And then the, the presenter told, told him to stuff it. But they were both idiots. Wow. They were both idiots. Speaking of idiots, let's go to Gavin. Good evening, Gavin. How are you doing? I'm very well, Gavin. We've got oh, too shit. many... Li- we've got Sorry, too many... I shouldn't have said that. No, what did, why did yeah, you... Oh, get, I've got a question for you, man. Why did you just swear? Yeah, I forgot myself. I'm embarrassed. Okay, okay. We, we, we look, we've got too many listeners... Yeah, I'm about to um, jettison myself from your listenership, but I thought I'd go with this parting thing. You know, people always say, if you could go back in time and tell your younger self something that, you know, impart wisdom to them, Mm -hmm. something, oh, you've learned something, son, you should do this. What if you could go back... Hang on, hang on, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. You wouldn't go back to yourself as a young man and call yourself son. That would be weird. You, t- you say you can well, say son to your terminology then to well, call your well, you're, you're, it's you. You go back and say, "All right, all right, young you Gavin." Go back and say, "Hello, me." No, you go, "Hello, young Gavin." Listen, I know you're freaked out, but 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 trust me, this will all make sense. I've come from the future. But Wait, so why would you call your young Gavin? I'm contemporary Gavin. Why would you call yourself son? That is messed up. Next, you'll be asking to wear a nappy. No, it's better than young Gavin. That well, sounds... why don't you call yourself mate? All right, mate. Yeah. Right. Yeah, all right, Catherine. All right. So you get go. back and say, all right, mate. Okay, back on track. What would you say yeah. to yourself? <laughs> Cheers, Beth. Yeah, what I was thinking was, people always say, oh, I'd like to give them a warning about the future. Wouldn't you like to go and maybe meddle around with your past to make sure that it was funnier? I Hang on a minute. You, you, you would go back in time to your... Te- how, old are you, how old are you when you meet yourself? Uh, what's a good comedy age? Probably about 11. Okay. And what would you do? You'd tell yourself to be funnier? No, I'd just, I'd say do this. Um, I'd already, having lived it, I'd have known that the the outcome would be comical or satisfying. But then it's happened already. So you'll do it anyway. If you tell yourself to do it, you might not do it. Unless I'd have pointed myself in that direction by calling myself mate and saying, mate, go and do that. Well, no, so what is it, so, okay, so what is it that you've done that you want to go back and tell yourself to do? Instead of not walking on that rake that prangs up in your face, I'd say, mate, make sure you walk that way, and then prang the rake. But I thought you wanted to do something funny. Well, who doesn't like a face rake? The person that gets hit in the face with a rake, i.e., you! Yeah, it'll be me, but I'm in the future telling me to do it. Yeah, well, no, you're not in the future. You've gone back in time to the past. 
No, I'm in the future telling me to do it. Hang on a minute. So, you're not, though, is you now going back to past you? So you're not going into the future to tell old man you? No, I'm telling young man me. Yeah, so you've gone back in time. Yeah, telling me to do that. Are you warped by the fact that you've hit yourself in a rake with a rake in the past? Yeah, which will remind me to make sure I went back to ensure it happened. Right, but so has it actually happened? I just won it, man. You what? You just won it, mate. Listen, don't. I was arguing with an eight-year-old about time travel. You ain't won nothing yet. Yesterday, yesterday I was at a dinner table arguing with it. Shut up! Shut up! Jeez, it's like being on Dotton's show. No one listens. I was. You don't. I was. I was having an argument with an eight-year-old in a Chinese restaurant yesterday about time travel. So don't mess with me. The thing is, have you actually trodden on that rake? What now or then? Ever. Yes. Actually, you've actually done that. Are you talking? Are we talking theoretically, or have I? No, I'm asking. The, it's a question. Have you ever trod on a rake and it's hit you in the face? No. Right. Well, then, if, then going back and telling yourself to do it isn't going to work. What you need to do is you need to go and set a rake trap for yourself. But I'd know where it was. Well, no, you wouldn't because it's not coming back from the future. No, exactly. So you're going back. Young you won't know where you've put so the rake. I'd know where it was. No, you wouldn't. Jeez. Yeah, because my, my young me would find out where it was. No, yo, you wouldn't, right? Old you'd you... find out with your face. Old you goes back to young you. I don't know why yeah. you want to physically assault an 11-year-old. Old you <laughs> goes back to young you yeah. and plants a rake somewhere that young you will definitely tread on it. Young yeah. you won't then suddenly get that knowledge of where that rake is because that no, won't because happen to him other, for like 30 years. He comes back and says, don't stand on that rake. What? So there's don't. a third you? Yeah, why not? Flipping it, man. Get get out of it. You're, you're nuts. I'm glad he's an ex-listener. I'm glad. I'm, that was nuts. He's got no understanding of time travel at all. Someone else who shouldn't be listening because it's his birthday is Chris. Chris? Your mate Jenny's husband, Chris. Oh, why is he messaging you? Well, because um, you're busy, and actually your sister's messaging me, saying, can you give Jenny's husband, Chris, a birthday shout-out on your no, show tonight? No. He's spending his birthday eating pizza and listening to no, you. I'm not, because he's the one that... No, I won't right. So Jenny McAlpine from Coronation Street, lovely lady, right? She's married a loser, and I'll tell you why. Chris is the guy that bullied into me into shaving my pubic hair off. Did he? he oh, he said it me. would be all right, didn't he? He bullied me. That guy sent me a message during the show. This, is, this has been a long... This has been a long trolling since since December last year. He's been tro- playing the long con. Um, and he sent me a message. Because we talked about me shaving my, my pubic hair. And Joe, you brought this up. My sister, you brought this up. You brought my pubic hair up. Ugh. Um, and Chris messaged me saying, yeah, do it. I've done it. And I've best thing I've ever done. Never look back. Right. The best thing he's ever the done? The best thing. Uh, pretty much. It's almost a word-for-word quote what, from better than marrying Jenny McAlpine? Well, you know. Um, he said, it's the best thing I've ever done. I think you should do it. You'll love it, right? <laughs> You'll love it? I'm I'm paraphrasing slightly, but I that think... was the message. Right. And if you don't do it, I'll kill you. That was the kind oh. of PS. So I did it, right? I shaved my balls. <laughs> oh, my God. And, and, um... Oh, my God. Well, I, I did, what? What? what, what? That's, that's where my pubes are. Did you? Were. Just, just... Or as well as I showed it to you the other day. I in don't here. what I, sh- I got it out here. No, you never. I, went, I did. I got it in did, the studio. I? Yeah, I, I sh- wasn't looking at it. Did he? Was it out? Yeah, I showed it to you the other so day. I can get the camera footage because I'm definitely. Yeah, we friend. go. There's no, I'm just girl. thinking. Pay out. Good girl. 
Yeah, Riley. Hashtag hey. Ian's balls. Riley, you don't need you don't need the camera footage. I WhatsApp at you. No. Well, um. So and around and around the sort of the trunk. Um, the trunk of the, your body. No, the tree trunk of my penis. Oh God. <laughs> oh God. Don't, don't worry, guys. We're doing we're doing a really good job of of, of getting ex listeners. And I, and, but it just ris- around the bottom. No, I didn't go. I didn't do the back. <laughs> I wasn't risking that with a while. Is that the same thing you do your sideies with? Yeah. And your eyebrows in between. No, I just do that with a razor. I just do a little oh. like that when I'm having a shave. Anyway, so so basically, Chris, um, uh, I, I'm basically, um, oh, happy birthday! Stop trolling me with pubes talk. <laughs> Um, buy a PlayStation 4, Chris, and then we can meet up online and I can show you what it's like to be alive. Right, 0344 499 is the phone number. You won't guess who's just called in. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh, go! Are they, is that on three? Is that, I mean, flipping hell! What? And they're all calling in! Mo woman not cry. No. But first of all, we'll go to this one. Good evening, Wasim. Wasim's doing a joke. He's playing music to us down the radio that we can't hear. Okay, Wasim, we'll come to you in a bit because uh, you know uh, Wasim's calling back. Didn't he say he was never going to call again? Yep. Okay, and so did Mo. I think he's coming up in a minute. Are they phoning to say they're helping us out with the figures? Uh, <laughs> Good evening, Susan. Oh, hello. hello. Hello, Susan. I just thought I'd give you a call. I've just seen it online in the sun. Oh. A lady that lives in Dudley, that's in uh, the Midlands. Oh, it sounds like a limerick. There was an old lady yeah. in Dudley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, yes. she's got a camcorder outside and she checks it every now and again. Anyway, there's a big picture of it in there. She's got a big cat, one of these, you know, these big cats that people you see. A, ca- a camcorder, well, like a VHS or a security I can, uh, camera. What they call it? CCTV. Imagine that big thing Sorry, that your I'm uncle thinking, had on his I'm, shoulder with a, with a cassette inside. <laughs> yeah. All right. So she's got a, she's got a CCTV camera. Yes. Yeah, and she checked. She checks it every now and again. Anyway, right. um, it was in the night time, and there's a big. One of these big cats. It, it, it does. It, you can see it in the picture. It looks exactly like one of these great big cats right. that they talk is it, about. Is it stood next to something so you can gauge its side its size? Because if I put my um, uh, um, camera up against my mm. black cat, she looks massive. But if she <laughs> stood next to a bin or a fifty p piece, then she does it. She looks normal size. No, well, this looks. I mean, you can see it yourself if you go online. You'll see it. It's massive. This thing. Right, so and, the, and and the zoo. That's about four miles away. Said it does look like a, big a big cat, cat, but it's none of theirs. Big it's, cat. They haven't lost any Dudley. animals. Woman claims she's caught big cat prowling the streets of Birmingham. Yeah, on, that's it. On a, on a, uh, okay. Right, let me um, uh, <laughs> glum face. Um, <laughs> flipping it, yeah. Yeah, I mean it does look it does look yeah. very big, doesn't it? It looks massive. Have you seen oh it? Oh my Why god! It? Yeah, yeah. Flip it, or is it a dog? Well, see, a lot of people have been saying that, but 
Oh, because there's, she was... there's two pictures here. There's one where it's walking past mm. the house. It looks like a cat. There's one where it's coming up to the mm. driver. It looks like a dog. So, mm. um, it does look very big, though, doesn't it? Well, it's, very... it, it's definitely a I big mean, animal. Who's dog would be out like that that time of night? Well, do you she remember? She comes back early hours in the morning. She said she's very worried because she's got a little dog herself indoors, a very small one. But she has to come home dif- like early in the out. Ha- Early hours in but you know, you, the you, you're, you're, Susan, you're of a similar age to me. You remember in the 70s and 80s when dogs used to take themselves for a walk, didn't they? Do you remember oh, that? I remember the dog. I remember the dog. Just, yeah, yeah I so do remember In the, the morning, yeah. the owners would, would let them out and they'd walk around the estate and then about four o'clock, five o'clock, they'd just wander home for their tea. I know. Well, we was always playing out as children. We played out. I used to have breakfast and I used to play out. I was always playing out. You can't now. T- you can't now. It's too, it's too. I know. I'm watching the video. That's a dog. Also, has she only seen it once. I I haven't read all the. Um, okay. Because it might just yet. have escaped yeah. once. The no. dog. The dog. No oh. one's come forward, as far as I know. Well, you I wouldn't, mean, would you? Um, you wouldn't. <laughs> um, I love stuff. Like, I, I think it's a dog. Unfortunately. <laughs> well, no, fortunately, because I don't want anyone to get mauled by a puma. You know, there's reason to believe that there might be big cats recreate, reproducing in the wild, recreating themselves in the in the in the wild. It could be happening, Susan. I mean, she might give. I don't know. if She's given an interview on the local television or Track anything. Track her down. Track her down, Catherine. Let's get this woman. So, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Did I ask you to do? Did I ask if you could do a little bit of production? Yeah, you did. By maybe booking a guest. <laughs> yeah, but doing it now. I'm a bit busy, mate. I'm doing a show. <laughs> but you're not. You're the producer. <laughs> sorry, Mike. Sorry, Mike, for shouting. Sorry, Mike, for shouting. Up yours, Mike. I'm doing the. I'm doing the show, and I'm trying to lift the show from yeah, the, but... the morosity. That you're um, that you're inspiring. I have to work twice as hard when you're in the studio with me. Trouble is, right? Yeah. When I'm busy, you say stupid things. Okay. Um, Dawn okay. Page. Well, okay, uh, Sarah. We uh, Susan. Uh, we're going to get her. <laughs> See, can't even say her name. Right. We're going to get her on the show, Susan. That be no, it. Will be good hearing from her. Actually, it would. Thank hearing you, Susan. Account because yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't account. have thought someone would go out their way to make out. I mean, no. Because the camera never lies, does it? Well, oh. the camera never lies anymore because there's nothing worth lying for, to uh, uh, quote no. uh, the, the Bucks face. Susan, <laughs> thank you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Wasim's put the phone down. Of course he has. Because it's all about you. It's all about you, baby. Uh, 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 <laughs> what are you saying? It's all about him. Um, what, when do you reckon we'll start getting um, uh, passive-aggressive emails that say he's not passive-aggressive? His thumbs will be a blur <laughs> right now. Um, good evening, Mo. Hey. Hey, Mo. How are you? What can we do for you tonight, Mo? Well, can I just say that I'm an ex-listener, and <laughs> this will definitely be my last call. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why do you not believe me? I, I wonder why. Just, should I tell you why I don't believe you, Mo? Don't, listen, don't, don't interrupt me. What? Don't, don't interrupt me. Don't lick it off you. Shall I tell you why I don't believe you, Mo? Don't interrupt me. Shall I tell you why I don't believe you, Mo? Don't interrupt me. Shall I tell you why I don't believe you, Mo? Why? Because... After the previous call, you said you'd never call again. So no, no, but that, I, I thought we didn't get off at, at the wrong, at the at the right point last time. 
And this time will definitely be my... Oh, shut up for a minute. Come back to you in a minute. Well, seems emailed. That's no way to talk to a man of God now, is it, Ian? He, 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 he. Pot calling the kettle again, is it, buddy? No, Wasim, you're a little prick. Who's the man of God in this scenario? Wasim apparently is. He's not. He's a he's a, a pain in the ass. He's a malicious, nasty, passive-aggressive little P-R-I-C-K. Mo! Yeah, why do you interrupt me? Listen, man. Oh. Because I can, because it's my show, because you're rude, because I don't like you, because you come on and think you own the show, because you're a nasty piece of work on Twitter. Those are some of the reasons, Mo. Hey, Mo, can I speak to your dad? Homophobic, you are... Mo, can um, I speak to your dad? No, I'm not passive-aggressive, I'm aggressive. Can I speak to your dad? No, he doesn't want to talk to you. Okay, well, I'm not going to talk to you until I've spoken to your dad. No, well, don't talk to me. I this don't, no, 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 Mo, Mo, you, they can't hear you because I've clicked you off. I've got the power to do that. Um, Mo, I don't want to talk to you until I've spoken to your dad. I need to speak dad to dad. I'm not your puppet. I'm not your puppet. Okay, <laughs> fine. Um, well, then go away. Let's go to the trailer. Late night conversation worth losing sleep over. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. <laughs> Do you know what? I, 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 I looked at the clock and it's only half past ten. Right. And it feels like I've done three shows in that last 30 minutes. That was a roller coaster. Dan and Paul, stay there, I'll come to you in a minute. Speaking of big cats, we went to, um, we went, because we got really good listening figures, thank you, but we do need to lose a few listeners. So if you want to phone in and volunteer to not listen anymore, 03444991000. But we got the news this morning, and I said to Kath, let's get on our bikes, our motorbikes, let's meet halfway, and um, we're going to have a lunch to celebrate, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll pat ourselves on the back. So we went to Tring. Yeah. Na- named after the telephone noise. And uh, went to a very nice cafe and had a nice little lunch. And we said, well, let's go. Have- I don't- I've never been to Tring. Let's go and have a little wander around. And you said, oh, there's the Flea Museum. I said, what? You said there's the Flea Museum where they have fleas that are dressed up. Follow Kath on Twitter because she's going to tweet this picture in a minute. At Flippin' Kath. Flippin' with no G, Kath with a K. So we went to this museum, and it's who who owned it? Lord Lichfield, Roth, Rothschild, um, Rothschild. Yes, and um, who was uh, an eccentric millionaire from the beginning of the nineteenth, early nineteenth century, okay. early twentieth century. Yeah, he used, this to, video of him. he used to collect all these exotic animals. So basically, it's these rooms filled with stuffed animals, and I think a lot of plastic animals. Well, some that were just plastic faces stuck on animal bodies. Yeah. Uh, like the dodo and that was yeah. that was a plastic face, wasn't it? Some very, very, very bad taxidermy. I think it's terrible. It, I'd never seen a dildo before, a dodo <laughs> before. And I think it's terrible that man um, exhausted... No, what's it? Extincted them. Yes. Mankind extincted them. Mm. So we're seeing all these things, and it's, you know, it's kind of cool and stuff. But then there was a display where there was a mag- like a magnifying glass there. Not magnifying, like a... Uh, um, what do they call it? A portiscope. The thing with the... What do they call it when you look at slides? Um, Mag- a microscope. 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 Um, and you looked through the microscope and there were two fleas dressed up as a husband and wife. Mexicans. Mexican. And then you looked out and then you, you, they were tiny. Kathy's going to tweet the picture now. 
It was. I'll tweet the picture of me riding a, t- a tortoise as well. <laughs> I rode, I got to ride. You can ride on a tortoise. Um, it was two quid and it, it walked you um, to the other end of the garden and back. It was great. Um, I mean, they're big ones. It wasn't like strapping tiny one on each foot like roller skates. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Oh, do it. Do it. Do it if you're, do it if you've got a kid that can stand up on their own but isn't too heavy. I would say like four years old is the perfect thing because it's not too fast for them. It's, it's cheap thrills at home. Um, but it was the weirdest, it was the weirdest place. I don't quite know. Um, I think there was someone famous there as well because people kept tapping their partners and walking, walking past me and tapping their partners and then their partners would turn around and stare, I guess just behind me or something. I don't know. But it was a very, very strange um, place. Um, what's the... There was that book, Alton Towers' is Crap. Have you seen that book? <laughs> no. Oh, it's a great book. Uh, it's a few years old now, and it celebrates... No, it, this is it. Put your fingers in your ears, kids. It's called Bollocks to Alton Towers. That's what it's called. It is a brilliant book. And it's these guys, and they go to all of the crap museums that are all around the lawnmower museum the pencil case the pencil museum I like the pencil museum yeah they go to all of them and celebrate that and they, they, they their whole point is the the you know you go to Alton Towers it'll cost you a couple of hundred quid as a family for the day but you can go to all of these places most of them are free oh it's a great book oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand good evening Paul Ian hope you're having a good day mate and Cass hope you're having a good day uh, I got a quick fact for you about Puma uh, a quick fact about a puma. Let's do it. Let's do it. Puma, right. facts. puma 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 facts. But imagine if someone misheard that and they thought that I actually all my facts came out as part of my feces. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Imagine this is oh. a very very brown show tonight, guys. We'll change that. <laughs> okay, uh, Paul. Puma facts. Okay, so so Puma, the sporting company, was um, was founded by a guy called uh, Rudolf Dazzler, yeah. Rudy Dazzler, Rudy Dazzler, um, Rudy Dazzler, whose brother was called Adolf, and Adolf was shortened to Addy, and he was Addy Dazzler, and he set up Adidas. Shut up, mate. It's true. I know there it. Adidas. Adidas. Adidas and Puma brothers. Where, and where did Puma come from? Where did Puma come from? Uh, his brother. What was his brother called? Peter, P- P- uh, Ru- Rudolph, Rudy, Rudy Dessler. Okay, so that's... You just like Puma. So he just, so the Puma thing is nothing. Speed of the Puma. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um... I'm not sure if it's a Puma fact or like an Adidas fact, really. Fun, though. It is a lot of, it is a lot of fun, Paul. Um, do, any, uh, um, do, here's a fact for you. I don't know if you know, know this. You know the um, um, Ch- what, What's Up Charlie cartoons... Charlie yeah. says, Charlie says, do you know who does the voice of the cat, Charlie? Could it, could it have been, oh, I don't know, somebody on the Kenny Everett show? It was Kenny Everett. There's Kenny Everett. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kenny Everett. Kenny Everett. Did you know that, Catherine? Yeah, I knew Okay, that. did you? You should have said it on air first. Idiot. <laughs> Thank you for that, Paul. No problem. Oh, Paul, are you going to, Paul, sorry, we've got too many listeners now, our figures are up. Are you going to carry on being a listener, or or do you love this show so much that you're going to stop listening to it for us? Well, that's the thing, I've only been listening for about six weeks, so... Oh! I, well, then you wouldn't... I don't know whether I'm... You wouldn't... Like, you know, seasoned enough yet yeah, to retire. Well, you, you, you would miss it less than some of the other listeners. That's true. 
But do I love her as much? That's true. Only you can answer that question, Paul. T- tell you well, what, you carry on I- listening and you see how well you sleep tonight, all right? Will do. Love Th- to you both. Thank you, mate. Ta-ta. <laughs> I do, do you know what I was thinking? And he reminded me for some reason. Is a song you don't hear anymore. When I was growing up, mm-hmm. you would hear this song all the time, right? Don't hear it anymore. It goes like this. <clears throat> nice one, Cyril. Nice one, son. Nice one, Cyril. Let's have another one. Hey! Used to hear that all the time, right? And it just in what context? Um, if someone made a cup of tea. Oh, a celebratory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Celebrate. So someone brought in a cup of tea. Go, oh, nice one, Cyril. Nice one, son. Nice one, Cyril. Let's have another one. If someone made like an egg banjo. Um, it, just like, it was just sung at football games. It was just sung all the time. 70s and 80s. And then I guess around the, the kind of birth of, of Britpop, maybe it stopped. I'm surprised that, um, Blur or Oasis, Oasis didn't do it as one of their B-sides. No one sings it. So can we, dear listener, can we try and get the Nice One Cyril song? Um, I don't know if we can get it into the charts. I wonder if Chaz and Dave have recorded... Um, hang on a minute. Nice One Cyril. Uh, let's have a little look. See, um, oh, Tottenham Hotspur had a hit with it. Of course they did. Um... Here we go, here we go. This, 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 this could be good. This could be the definitive. Oh, they've done a reggae version. Mike, there's verses. We've had one already. Now we want some more. So come along, Cyril. Let's have another one. More, more, more. Oh, yes, we want Sorry. some more. So come along, Cyril. Let's have another one. Give it up, give it up, give it up, do. Give it up, da ba da di da do. Give it up, do. Oh, they're not words. Give it up, give it do. That's like the songs I make up. <laughs> I know. But not quite as uh, as good. Uh, 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. Dan, stay there. This is the Late Night Alternative. We're trying to shed some listeners, please, on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. <laughs> this is my job. This is my job doing this. It really is the most fun. 0344-499-1000. Let's go to Dan. Good evening, Dan. Good evening. How are you, Ian? None of your business. Get on with it, boy. Okay. <laughs> so so rude. rude. That was so rude. I'm sorry, man. Which I just trying to. Fa- I'm trying to find imaginative and fun ways to fend off that question. Uh, and I can't say my health is not in question because that that's Mike Dickens' line. Um, uh, so so uh, I'm trying. So that that was rude and that was mean, Dan. I apologise, but it is it's no one's concern. But it's still rude. <laughs> Mate, honestly, it's fine. It's just, just a bit of banter, you know. Um, <laughs> just quickly, I'm, I'm, I'm asking, well, looking for some suggestions, basically. Oh, um, yes. 
I'm, I'm a big music fan. Um, like, for example, I've seen uh, Kasabian in the last year. <laughs> <Fun movie. laughs> That's rude. That's rude. <laughs> he said he was a big music fan and then he tossed off Kasabian. Well, who's better than them, then? Go on. Who's better than Kasabian? Daphne and Celeste are better than Kasabian. Have you heard of Rick Ross? Do you know who Rick Ross is, quickly? Of course I've heard of Rick Ross. Do you know, do you know the song Freemason? What's, so, what's that got to do with Kasabian? No, no, because I was going to go on to this, because he, he basically, he has his song Freemason, and in it he goes, he goes, I go to the grave. I go to the grave. You sure it's not Chris Tarrant? <laughs> yeah, he does sound like a little bit. <laughs> It's him again. Oh, is this pr- pudding? All right, yes. <laughs> yes, Dan. Yes, Dan, fan of music and Kasabian. Yeah, so, I mean, like, I, I was just wondering, you know, um, <laughs> what, what would, who would you suggest in going to see? Obviously, you don't like my taste. So, obviously, who, who would you like to go and see? Well, I'd go and, I'd go and see loads of people. Like who? Well, okay, coming up. We've got well coming up we're gonna go and see paul simon and I, I i'm not i mean i like simon and garfunkel i'm not a huge paul simon fan but he did say this is the last tour he's gonna do and so i feel i ought to i feel i owe it to him to go and see paul simon to pay your respects pay my respects to the the dying um um oh i don't know what i don't know anyone's better than kasabian i don't know any like young bands uh, I mean, I mean. To be fair, most of the stuff that comes out now, everyone's trying to be like Arctic Monkeys, and their new album's pretty. You know, I'd rather watch Paint Dry. Their new album is to... divisive. Apparently, I wouldn't know because I think they're rubbish. Why don't you go? Here's what you do. Here's what you do, Dan. Go online, order yourself uh, um, fossil fuel, the best of XTC, and listen to some real British music. What about what about Die Straight? Right. Thank, thanks for calling, Dan. Bye. There, it, that is he's a troll. Yeah. He's a troll. He's got to be. That is that is trolling. Although we got I mean Nickelback out there. He's that is maybe well this is the thing maybe people under the age of you know 25 and under just got shit taste. So I stop swearing. Write that, that note. Maybe they've just got really really bad taste. I think that what's going on is I mean to to Sam who is a child Nickelback is some sort of heritage artist. Yeah. But we remember what they were like when they came out. Crap. Uh, don't swear. I've not written a post-it. I can do what I want. Put a post-it on your computer. Put a post-it over your mouth, ideally. Whoa. Let's go to John in Brizzle. Hey, John. Evening, Ian. Evening, Cap. I've been looking at venues in Brizzle tonight. Have you? Did you have a look at Colston Hall? Um, isn't that the one that's like 2,000 seats? Oh, God, yeah, I did think that when I tweeted it. Oh, it was you um, that tweeted! I said, yeah, he says, yeah. come and do the rabbit hole at Bristol. So give us a venue. And he tweets one that's got 2,000 seats. <laughs> we, 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 we will hopefully fill a hundred seater, but that's oh, it. Oh, come on, you'll fill out 2,000 seats in days. No, we won't. Yeah, we've done, me and Kath have done gigs where we've had 12 people turn up. And two of them were by accident. Yeah. <laughs> so I think oh. I, I've emailed a venue called, uh, is it The Wardrobe? I've never heard of it. I only know Colston Hall. I don't know the little venues, but Bristol's are an amazing place to... Oh, Bristol's to great. To Love and, it. Uh, you've got to make sure that it's not actually someone's personal wardrobe, because there are some dodgy people in Brazil. Do, do you know what? I'd, I'd probably I'd probably do it. We, I, we were going to do a show in someone's house and sell tickets mm. for that. We're going to do living rooms, aren't we? Well, we're going to do living rooms, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Oh, well. Do it in mine. Um, could we um, sell yeah, tickets? Yeah, get back to me. 
Get back to me. Oh, okay, there so we go. It's a fight. I'd, I'd have to clean up. There's, there's an invitation, and then it rescinded immediately. Exactly. Anyway, yes, I don't billion. give a monkey's how you are. Oh, good. Uh, perfect. Great. Thank you. Good. There we go at last. When, when I used to listen to you back on LBC, mm-hmm. um, you used to say you used to avoid that question by, ah, you don't care. Oh, is that Ah, what you mean? don't care. But no, but then what people started doing now, because they know I'm uh, Nutty McNutnuts, is yeah. they go, oh, no, but I do care. I do care, Ian. I've, I've do, I do care. Yeah, but then that worries you, doesn't it? Because then you think, oh, God, now I've got a nut job on the phone. Everyone's everyone's a nut job. You're well, a nut job. Yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah, I am a nut job. <laughs> <laughs> You're a nut Everyone is nuts. Do you know the biggest nut jobs are the ones that admit they're nut jobs? Yeah, there we go. Hey, listen, I burnt my popcorn tonight. What's going on with that? Um, what, in the pan or in the in microwave? The, in, no, in the bloody microwave. How'd you burn popcorn We've in the heard, microwave? do you know what, you're, you're the, not the first call we've had about this, you're actually the second call. What, well, tonight? In the last six months. About popcorn, apparently this popcorn, microwave popcorn, you've got mm. to keep your eye on it. If yeah. you do it too long, it, it, the whole thing can explode. Everyone knows this, you have to listen for the pops. When they start to slow down, that's when you've yeah. got to whip it out. Yeah, but then you do that, and then you, you've you always got those uh, one or two that are in the bottom. Oh, I like those. I do. Oh, I, I love, love a crunch on those, them. yeah. But I haven't got a single one that's unpopped, and I've got every single one that tastes like charcoal. Well, here's the thing. Several things. First of all, popcorn. Were you going to watch a movie? No, I'm not. Right, well, then you're, you, deserve, you deserve this. You. you deserve this, mate, because popcorns, popcorns are for movies. That's it. No, I'll no, give you no. a bomb. You can maybe have them on November the 5th. <laughs> But uh, they're all just, they're not a snack. Secondly, no. right, what is wrong with you entitled millennials where you, you microwave popcorn? You do it in a big saucepan. You put a little drizzle of oil, you put your kernels in, you put the lid on, that's it. What's Ian, this microwave I'm very, nonsense? I'm flattered that you put me in the uh, category of millennials, but unfortunately I was born in 1980, so. No, you're a men- millennial by default. No, what, what's that when it's at home? It just means you act like one. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> I, I don't want to admit that I'm growing up. No, none of us do, man. None of us I'm do. I'm a, a millennial back to the future. Does, does that work? Or no, it, does doesn't, it doesn't really, but I'm going to... No. What? No. Catherine, don't judge this man too hard. He doesn't know how to cook popcorn, for crying out loud. Mm, I'm sorry. Well, it's the first time I've managed to burn every single kernel of popcorn. Every single one is burnt. Well, <laughs> serves you right. Popcorn is not a snack. <laughs> right, popcorn is not. that. Like, go and make a cheese sandwich. Go and have a packet of crisps. Go, this yeah. time of night, you should be having some digestives, bit of butter on, and some uh, thick cheddar. That's what you should be eating now. No, I'll have nightmares. Oh, for goodness sakes, Bill. Good night. Nightmares about Ian Lee on Channel 5. He's gone. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Oh, no, I cut the wrong person off, John. I cut the wrong person off. You're still there, aren't you? Yeah, I'm still there. Ah. Can you get the other guy back, please, Sam? I cut the wrong guy off. You're so... That's because you're doing two different things at once. Yeah. You're on the television and on the radio at the same time. Yep, 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 yep. That was John, was it? Yes. You I called am. him Bill. You called him Billiam. For the whole thing. That's because this... At one this, point. Well, I didn't... Who cares? Well, I do, because I'm keeping a tally of who we're losing and who we're keeping. <laughs> right, let's go to Billiam. Good evening, Bill. How are you doing, Ian? I can only apologise, Bill. I was trying to cut off that loser and um, yeah, yeah, I, right. said I cut off a winner. Yeah, it's no problem. I normally uh, ring you up and talk, uh, talk about my mental health and alcoholism, but I've no agenda tonight, Ian, so I'm going to leave it with you. What would you like to talk about? Um, I would lo- like to talk about... Um, 
If you... you, 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 you sorry, sorry, Ian, I know you're in trouble. You put that song in my head and it's doing me head in. Nice one, Cyril, nice one. I know what I'd like to talk about. Now. I know what I'd like to talk about. What, what, go on. Did you used to go to, like, Sunday school when you were young? I certainly did. Yes. Because we yeah. had, we had a, I don't know if you heard the other week, we had a guy phone in who used to go to Sunday school with you. Or he thinks he used to go to Sunday school with you. Right. With me? Yeah. Oh, right. What was his name? Can I, you remember? I, I think it was Chris, but I can't remember. Chris, sure. can't, I can't remember his name. Can't remember his name. He was a really... Oh, right. Well, when I went to Sunday school, the church I went to was St. Mark's Church of England in Leighton near Blackpool. Right. Okay. Maybe it's the same. Maybe it wasn't. So I don't know. It may be, it may be listening. So it's St. Mark's Church, okay. Leighton. Well, if he's listening, yeah. if maybe he wants to give us a call in 0344 499 1000. Um, yeah, I didn't realise. I didn't realise that Kenny Everett did the voiceover for Charlie. Either. No, he, he, no, didn't Ian didn't realise that. that either until I told him yesterday. Oh, Catherine, no. why have you got to do that? And mate? now we'll tell everyone who'll listen, and then makes out he, he knew it all oh, along. So bitter, so bitter, Bill, so bitter. Um, um, how many pints of Guinness have you drunk today? You've got a good memory, haven't you? Um, I haven't had too many in because I've had a really busy day today. So I've probably earned about six or seven. <clears> you can tell by the way I'm talking that I'm sober anyway. Yeah. Uh, but uh, how many did you have? Ninety yesterday. And uh, I think you're exaggerating a little bit, Mister Lee. And uh, I think you're exaggerating quite a bit there. No, normally I do do about thirty a day, which you you've said that you find it hard to uh, uh, hard to accept, but it is the truth. But today it's only about six or seven because I've been out and about with appointments with my mental health worker and etc. etc. Today and doctor. So it's been quite a busy day, really. I've just ordered a new car, a Ford Focus ST3. Because you said to me on at least two phone calls... Correct. ...that you drink 90 pints of Guinness a day. That was No, the f- I didn't say 90. No, you're, getting that, you're making that number up, I think, Ian, because I didn't say 90. Because if I did say 90, then that would be a lie. I didn't say 90. I said 30 per day. You, you, here's the thing, Bill... You definitely said 90, because we argued about it a few times. I know we've argued about it. If I have said 90, then that is my mistake. I'm not going to argue about that. What I'm trying to say, uh, if I've said 90, I was probably talking over three days. Okay, okay. Then then maybe I misunderstood. Yeah, well, you know, it's nice nice to be nice, isn't it? You know, maybe I said 90, thinking about we were talking over a three-day period. That's, that's generally how, how people measure consumption, is over a three-day period. Yeah, uh, well, obviously, if I drank 90 pints a day, I'd be dead by now, wouldn't correct, I, anyway? Correct, correct. So, Can I ask you a question that you don't actually have to answer? No, I'm quite happy to answer that okay. phone. You know? Have you heard of a condition called Munchausen Syndrome? I've heard of that word, but I don't know what it means. Well, there was the famous Baron... Munchausen. There's a film, right. of course, with Terry Gilliam, uh, but it was mm-hmm. it's, it, uh, you know, based on a real person. Right. Who, and, and, and Baron Munchausen was a fantasist, and he told these th- most amazing, ridiculous, unbelievable stories. They, they weren't even stories that you could go, hmm, well, maybe that's true. They were stories that were so wild and so obviously made up, but he would insist that right. they were true, right? And it's since become uh, become a medical term, Munchausen syndrome. Yeah, I definitely heard of it. Um, but like, like you say, now because I think we've got our wires crossed, and I thought we was talking over a three day period, but we was talking about one day. It's thirty pints a day. I still don't believe thirty pints a day. 
Well, if you can, uh, if you can understand that I've been an alcoholic for a long time and my, my tolerance with inside no, my body. No, I still don't believe 30 pints a day. Anyway, Munchausen well, anyway, syndrome is... We're never going to agree, are we? N- no, we're not. Um, that's what makes radio, though. You've got to be controversial. Well, I'm not being no, controversial by 7.30. No, you don't have to be controversial. Of course, to. yeah, of course, yeah. That's what makes radio. If everyone agreed with you, Ian, your, your, your programme wouldn't That's not this, controversy. Anyway, let's not go off on a tangent. So you've been driving today? Uh, I haven't been driving because I haven't got my car yet. I've ordered it, but I've not... Uh, okay. How much, the, how much uh, did I, the car cost? Uh, about 27000 brand new, but obviously I've got to be very careful because of my alcoholism that... I've got to make sure that I'm zero alcohol-wise when I drive. Where'd you I get 27 that. grand from? Uh, I'm just very lucky that I'm uh, medically retired. Um, when I did work, so I've worked for about 35 years, because I'm 52, and I've managed to invest all the money in ISIS, etc. So I'm very, very lucky that I've That's got great. the, the funds, to, you know. Um, I put it to you that you have Munchausen syndrome. But I'm not a fantasist, Ian. I've just admitted that I thought we was talking over three days rather than one day, so... Oh, I, I, wish, I, I, I wish I had that call at my fingertips now, because boy, oh boy, oh boy, you'd, be, you'd struggle to wriggle out of that. Yeah, but, but yeah, but I've just said to you that I admit that I, I presumed, and I know no, you can't mate, presume, that's not what, I presumed we were talking listen, over Listen, Bill, days, take it to someone what. who's teetotal. That's not what we're I know, saying. I know, but y- 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 you're sort of like arguing with me, because it makes a good radio program. No, I'm arguing with you but because you're lying to me. I've just seen you on uh, Channel 5, by the way. I'm arguing with you because you're lying to me. I'm not, I'm not lying. But I, 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 I love the contra- controversy. I love it. Controversy. I love it. Good evening to Kath, by the way. I tell you what, can you stay there, Bill? Yeah. Because I've got to go to the news, and maybe we'll have a little chat after the news. Is that all right? I want to hear more about your yeah. car. No problem. All right, mate. Thank you very much. 03444991000. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Some song, huh? That is some song. And um, that's the new. Uh, anyway, the mark. Yeah. 0344 499 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. We're speaking to Bill before the break. Good evening, Bill. Uh, good evening. Tell us about this car, Bill. Yeah, can I just ask you a quick question? What do you think about Mr. Bean? Um, I don't find him very funny. But my kids, know, enjo- my kids enjoyed the film where he went to France. Yeah, yeah, I think that's been on quite a few times. It's very funny, though. I, I, I like actors that don't speak and, they, you know, they can articulate what they want to say through, yeah. you know, mannerisms Well, and I stuff. used to like, there's that, um, there's that Eric Sykes film, The Plank. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, that's, I do, yeah. That's a good film, isn't it? It's all, it's all that, oh, you Yeah, 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 yeah. You have, that yeah. frustrates you, does it? Oh, it drives me nuts. I, I know, yeah. I, too much of it does. Well, 
Well, anyway, going back to the car, it's a Ford Focus ST3. It's got 250 brake horsepower, but I'm getting the monsoon monsoon pack put on it, so it's what's, 300 what's a, brake horsepower. A monsoon pack. Yeah, and that wow. gives you an extra 50 brake horsepower. It's massive. Um, it's a beautiful car. I bet it is. What colour? What colour are you getting? It's going to be very, 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 very dark blue. Ooh, almost yeah, black. Almost black. Color. Yeah, it's got tinted, nice tinted windies. Yeah, well, it's got the privacy glass, which is tinted windows. It's got the electric, uh, sorry, the heated seats. It's got the uh, digital radio. It's got the integrated sat-nav. Uh, it's got everything on it, everything. and it's fully packed. Um, just just thinking out loud, if we go back to the conversation we had before the news, if I were to, mm-hmm. if I were to play <clears throat> you a clip of you saying that you drank nine... You can't nine... let this one go. You can't let it go, can you? If I were to play a clip of you saying that you drank, saying very clearly that you drank 90 pints of Guinness a day. Right, go ahead then. How would that make you feel as no, a person? I'd like, to hear it first. I'd like to hear it first. All right, well, let's, Sam has managed to find it. Despite being a Nickelback fan, he's got very quick fingers. Um, thank you, Sam. <laughs> let's have a listen to this. This is a call from the other um, day. That's not, uh, any concern. that's not my concern. That's your concern, man. You can do yeah, it. Yeah, it is. Uh, if you could understand, Ian, um, somebody that drinks so prolifically, uh, like myself, you get a massive tolerance to alcohol. Yeah, it's physically... Uh, so you drink more and more and I more. Know. And I don't want to make this the thrust of the conversation, but um, no, no, it, no, is, no, no, it no. is physically impossible to drink the amount of liquid in a day that you have described. That you, 90, no, it's not. 90, it, is, it is physically impossible to drink 90 pints of Guinness in a day. No, no. Um, I, I have to respectfully... Um, say that um what you're saying is incorrect okay i i I, here's the thing here's the thing right um it it, it is it makes no difference to me whether the 90 pints is true or false makes no difference to me whatsoever okay so um uh, Mm -hmm. i I, I don't i personally i don't believe it but that's that's my problem and not yours and i just wonder it's just got me wondering if it's not true why? Right, okay, so Why? when I say 90 pints, I'm talking in total, I'm talking uh, the total amount of alcohol consumption, so I'm talking pints and shorts, so in total it equals 90 pints. I'm talking about pints and shorts, top shelf job. A day. So if you want, do you want the units, do you want the conversion? No, 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 it would be meaningless to me, so no. Hey, listen, I'm not, I'm, I don't want to call you out for it, if that's what you want to say, then, then... Then, if that's your truth, then but, that's your truth, you man. Still, no, no, but you still don't believe me. No, the, I don't, the, I don't the, believe the word, you. I, the, word, the, the words you're using yeah. means you don't believe me. I don't, but, Bill, I don't believe you, and you're not going to convince me otherwise unless I sat there and watched you do it, which is okay. something I don't really... Okay, okay. so, 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 so there's, there's that, Bill. Yeah, I heard that, uh, and it was my mistake that I uh, misunderstood what you were saying. You were talking per day, and I was thinking you were talking about a three-day period, so it's a, just a genuine... Uh, how can I put it? I misheard you incorrectly. So uh, yes, what you say is over true. Two phone, mis- over two phone calls, you miss you, you misheard. You, you over two phone calls. Um, oh, over two Bill, phone calls. Bill, yeah. Bill, um, Bill, I worry about you, brother. I worry about you because I don't. I I starting to get a picture of what what may or may not be going on. You may be a de- delicious eccentric winding me up, and that's wonderful if it is because it's working. But I worry about you. 
Well, we've got we've got to make a we've got to make a, a radio program between us and the other. No, and we don't. Other, no, 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 no. Me and Kath have to make a radio program between us. No, no one else has to. Me and Kath have to. But make you it. wouldn't have a radio program without your callers, would you? Yes, I would. Or your listeners. Yes, I would. Well, that, well, well y- you yes, would, I would do because you can talk. You know, yeah. you can talk without any callers, can't you? I appreciate yeah. that. So, are you saying then? That you phone up and lie to me just to create no, controversy? No, 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 no. I do like controversy, but I don't tell lies. But I do like to have a bit of con- con- controversy Steady. within the program, but yeah. no lies. Okay, man. I like well, to try and I like to try and pick your brains. Let's put it that way. Let, I'm going to put. Let me play some more cards in this this um, this game of blind man's buff bluff. Um. I don't believe you drink 30 pints of Guinness a day. I don't believe you bought a £27,000 car. I, um, and I worry about you. I worry about uh, you. I love the contra- controversy. I Please love it. Be because, careful with that. Uh, you've asked me about my finance, financial situation. I've explained it to you quite, yeah. quite concisely. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't so, believe you. You don't believe me, but you don't believe me all the time because that, that's why you love me calling in. Which is why, um, I don't love or hate you calling in. You're a caller, and, and you know, that's great. You're, everyone's welcome. Um, uh, I, I wonder if the, 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 the suggestion that you have Munchausen syndrome, where, where, you know, to you they are real, but, but, but you know, factually they are not. I, I wonder if that is a diagnosis that you might have had at some point. No, I've never had the diagnosis because I'm not a fantasist. Uh, I do state the truth. I might make mistakes. And nobody's perfect. May, may I ask... No, I'm not going to ask that. That's too personal. I'm, I'm not going to ask no, that. No, no, it's too Ian, personal. It's too Ian, personal. you're not the type of person that backs off from anything, so ask the question. No, I think it's I think it's impersonal, and I think it's a rude no, question. No, so no, 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 you wouldn't have said he was going to ask a question and then back off from it. That is not who you are, so ask the question. All right, I'm going to ask the question, but if after hearing it, you think it's too rude and too impersonal... You, as with all the questions, you're well within your rights to say, actually, I d- on second thoughts, I don't want to hear that. You're going around the corners, just ask the question. All right, I'm going to come, I've turned around the corner, I'm going straight down the gully now. Uh, right. you, you mentioned you see someone for your mental health. What is your mental health diagnosis? Uh, multi-personality disorder, PTSD, OCD, depression, anxiety, irritability. Uh, I could go on. I'm on quite a lot of medication, like a Piprazole, which is an atypical antipsychotic. Okay. Um, Bill, it's, it's always a pleasure to talk to you, mate. Thank you for your time. And a pleasure. I love talking to you. Thanks, Ian. You give us a call any time you want, fella. OK, take care. Ta-ta, bye-bye. Um, I find that really sad. I find that really sad um, that there is, um, you know, there's a, there's a soul, soul there that's in trouble. Oh, I heard the saddest story today. Oh, the saddest story. Oh, God. I'm going to get some of the dates wrong, but about eight months ago, two little boys were knocked down by a hit-and-run driver. They're about, I think they were six and two killed. And the guy got caught and was sentenced to nine years. And very recently, I, I, I only heard this a couple of times, I think, very recently, very recently, I think today, actually, um, the dad of the two little boys was found dead. He'd gone away, and he'd, um, it's looking very much like he'd taken his own life because he couldn't handle he couldn't handle the burden that had been placed on him. Oh, oh dear! Such a sad story. Um, 
and I get why he did that. I get why he did that. You know, kids are everything, man. Kids are everything, and to lose them in in through stupidity and arrogance and a criminal act. It's just and that that poor guy struggled on for eight months in just the most unimaginable pain. And that was the only option that was left to him as he saw it. Oh, oh, it's the saddest story. And on a night when I've, you know, I've been on telly talking about mental health, I got paid for it as well. You know, not masses, but I got paid for it. I wasn't doing it out of the goodness of my heart completely. Um, you know, and, and mental health awareness week and all of this stuff that uh, when you hear a story like that, all of this just seems meaningless. You know, all this just seems pointless. Of course, there is a point to it. There's a point to all these hashtags and all of that. And, it gets people talking and stuff, but that poor bloke. Um, in fact, someone just, I think, just tweeted me. I wonder if the gentleman's name is there. Um, no, the gentleman's name, the gentleman's name isn't there. Uh, we'll, we'll find it. We'll find the name of the dad and we'll find the name of the boys because I think it's important. And we'll get the ages of the boys because I think it's important to do that. Um, and uh, you got it? Yeah. Go Co- on. The boys are called Corey and Casper Platmay. Oh, beautiful names. Casper. Casper. And they, how were they, six and two? Uh, they were, let me see, um, yeah, six and two. And they died in February. And they babies. were hit by uh, babies. a career criminal high on cocaine and driving without a licence. Jeez, so it was February, so it was only three months. Yeah. And it was a guy off his nut. Yeah. And he got nine years? Uh, I'm looking here. They're babies. Yeah, he was last seen. In, the, the dad was last seen in public at Brown sentence with the guy who killed them. Um, sentencing on twenty seventh of April. And the, the dad went. The dad went abroad. Didn't yeah, he? What was the dad's Corfu. name? His name was Reese. <sighs> Man. Yeah, like Robert Brown, jail for nine years. So he'll be out in four. That family's destroyed. It's terrible. The, isn't the, it? the rest of the family, their lives are destroyed, devastated three times, three times, three huge losses. Oh, I'm welling up, that poor dad. Because we've got kids, I mean, Kath got kids a little bit older than that, but around that age. Um, and, I, and I get it. Totally get, I totally get why that dad, um, oh, I'm welling up here. I totally get why that, why, why uh, Reese felt he couldn't carry on. Totally get it. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. All because some idiot was coked off his nut and driving like a lunatic. Well done. Well done. Destroyed a family. Ay, 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 ay. We'll have a clunky gear change, guys. Don't worry. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. We've got one more call lined up. Then the switchboard is free after that, guys. So you can call in. It costs you pennies. Generally, it's free. Part of most packages, pennies at most, because you'll speak to Sam. Take you forty five seconds. He'll take your name and number, and we'll call you straight back after midnight. We have got um, a, a yes word or s word from Noel Taylor called Skip the Skipping Girl. Haven't heard it? I never, I never want to hear them before. I, I hear it with Virgin is uh, the yes word or S word. I can't believe we've actually come up with a feature years after uh, starting this industry. Good evening, Jerry. Hello. Hello, Jerry. I'm doing 100% today. You're not feeling 100%? What percentage are you feeling? 75. That's not bad. That's not bad. I've got a problem. What's your problem? Social worker. Uh oh, being a knob again. Yeah. Go on, why? Got the bailiffs coming around. 
to the to the the pro uh, the the flat. The care room. To the care home. Yeah. What for? Yeah. Outstanding money on previous property. Right. Okay. How much do you owe? Six hundred quid, apparently. For I don't pay my own control of my own finances. I can't control them for me. So who's in charge of your finances? The so the, ca- the social worker. Staffordshire County Council. Right. And but, they're supposed to pay all my bills. But hang on, didn't you say that you'd stop paying the rent on your your, your previous place? Yeah, because I don't want to live there anymore. Okay, but is your stuff still there? No, it's moved out. That's another story. Right. Well, let's focus on one story at a time. So, when was your stuff moved out? I'm not exactly sure. But it's not the property. It's the property before that one. Oh, flipping it. Well, hang on. Well, how how come money is owed on it? I don't know, because you just called for the six, 600 quid on that one. Well, they, well hang on, they don't, it doesn't, they don't just suddenly... I know this, because I watch Can't Pay, Take It, We'll Take It Away. They don't just suddenly say, right, we, you, we're coming round, we're sending the bailiffs round for 600 quid. There must have been some communication before that. That's what they're saying, but they don't communicate with me. Well, who have they communicated with? I don't know. Try to, get, try to get to the truth. Try to find out what... Never get back to Well, have they been... Well, well so there's... They sent been... letters. The family just sent letters. To where? And phone calls. That's what I don't know. That's what I'm trying to find out. Right. So did yeah. they, would they have sent letters to the property, to where you no, are no. now, or to your social worker? That's, 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 I don't exactly know. Because I'd, I'd be very surprised if they'd have written to the social worker. Well, but they said they, they couldn't get in touch with me, but they, they know where I am. They... they the new property that the property moved into was their property. So, I still... Yeah, so it was a council property, right? Yeah. But the, I, I don't think that the bailiffs would have written to the social worker. And the bailiffs would have written to me. Yeah, I would have thought they care would have written, to, written them to you. Care of the care room. But if, only if they knew you were in the care home. Yes, they know I'm in the care room because the council passed the bill over to them. I'm, I'm a little bit confused, if I'm honest, yeah, Jay. The council, passed, the council said there's rent outstanding on not the previous property, the property before that. Right. So the bailiffs are asking for that. Right. I know nothing about it. The social worker said he'd go to letter to them, saying it's all been sorted, but it hasn't. I've got another letter today saying... So, hang on, so, what did, so the letter says the bailiffs are coming round. Does it? Outstanding. Right, so it doesn't say the bailiffs are coming round. No, well, they, they certainly... Right, right, right. Well, then, 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 then start, then breathe a little bit easier, because if the bailiffs aren't coming... If it doesn't say the bailiffs are coming round, then there's still time to sort this out. That's what I'm trying to do, but my social worker's gone on the, underground again. Have we got his email, the social worker? Did we email him before, Kath? I did, but uh, didn't you speak to him? No. You? Oh. Didn't I? Yeah, I think you did. I don't know if I did. No, I thought you did. Um, no, it's been pretty hard to get hold of. Uh, maybe I did. Maybe I did. Hang on. Uh, uh, I think you might him because he moved pretty quick last. I don't think I did, Kath. Mm. Hang on, we're just going through emails. Hang on. Let me see what I've got. 
if uh, I find anything, but I'm pretty sure it was you. There we go. I got him. Right. Right. Um... Right. Hello. Another email from me about... Then I'm going to put your full name in, which I've got. Um, which, uh, there. Because I'm not sure I spell it properly. Uh, uh, he has called my show in a very distressed state, claiming that he owes... £600 on rent from a former property? Does that sound right? On rent for a previous, previous property. On rent for a previous, previous property. He is terrified that the bailiffs are coming round to get him. He has tried to contact his social worker who really should be helping him with this, but once again has had no luck. I am writing this. This is, this is what you need to do with these kind of things. Right. I am writing this live on my talk radio late night show, as I have hmm, on the phone right now in a very agitated state please can you let me know that uh, the social worker will be con will be visiting visiting uh, um, this week to help put his mind at ease. Does that sound okay to you, Catherine? I think so. Does that sound okay to you, Jerry? Um, yes. Yeah, sounds okay? Yes. Right. What I will what I will get is I will get an email probably tomorrow. Uh, yeah, probably tomorrow saying, thanks for your email. I forward this on to um Glenn's social uh, to Jerry's social worker. Because that's what I got last time. And last time it seemed to work, didn't it? All right, fine. We've told them I'm doing it on the radio. We've told them that people have heard it. And um, uh, if they don't play ball, we'll, we'll start naming some uh, some places. And we'll, you know, we'll... we'll, we'll, we'll get... don't, don't panic. It's not as... It, the situation is not great, but it can be sorted at this stage. It's not as um, as bad as, as I first thought when we started taking this call. I'd just like to say what's going on, because nobody told you anything. Of no, course no one tells you anything. Why would they tell a human being what's happening in their lives? We'll get this sorted, Jerry. Now, all I've got to say now is up your bum. People. There we go. We'll get that and send. Right, we'll get that sorted. Good evening, Glyn. Good evening, Ian. Um, thank you very much for what you just helped with there, um, with the bailiffs. Okay. Right, um... Could you please tell that gentleman there's no need to be scared of bailiffs? Okay. I know I know it's hard for people to get their head round. Yep. Um I've just gone through a business who's gone bust and had to resettle everything. Oh. And I know I know you don't normally hear me like this Ian. Um if you speak to them and negotiate with them 
negotiate with them. They don't become bullies. Well, here's the thing. Also, um, uh, we've seen where Glenn, li- uh, uh, Glenn, Jerry lives in a. You're, you're Glenn. Jerry lives in a care home. He ain't got nothing. I don't know what they're going to take from him because he ain't got anything. And I think it'd be one of those things, the bailiffs will turn up, if they do, which I don't think it'll get that far, and it'll go, there's nothing here, guys. The the bailiffs are basically bullies because they're on commission. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and that's not not why I rang you up, but you changed my mind to to speak about Jerry. Yeah. Um, I don't know whether he's capable of it or how calm he can stay, but it does work out. Okay. If you keep you calm. Okay. I'm getting um, I'm getting trolled online. Sorry, by by someone who's a dick. So. Anyway, can I speak to you? Yes. About what I wanted to speak to you about. Yeah. Everybody has a talent. Well, not everybody. Everybody. No, yes, everybody has a talent, whether you can dance, sing, whatever. I, I, I don't think, not everybody. I know talentless people. Of course they do. Everybody has a talent. No, they don't. It was a ridiculous thing to say. Not everyone has a talent. Yeah, but what I want to know is who has, what is your secret talent? I'm a hypnotist. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a stage hypnotist. That's my secret talent. We used to I'm do hypnotism cook. shows. You're a cook. I'm a cook. I'm a cook. All right, Stephen Seagal. Um, so you're a hypnotist and I'm a cook? Yeah. Can you hypnotise me to cook? Well, I wouldn't need well, to. You you can just cook anyway. What's your What's your top dish, Glyn? Sorry? What's your what? top dish? I'll give you a very simple dish. Okay, go on then. Right, it's up to you whether you want to do it with fresh tomatoes. Yeah. Or tin tomatoes. I like tinnies, yeah. You like tin tomatoes? I do like tinnies, yeah. A bit when you when you're cooking them, I like tin tomatoes, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well what are you gonna cook? Just like tin tomatoes on toast. Which I would eat. No, 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 no. No 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 din not din not day. Two tins? Sure, why not? Tin tomatoes. Beautiful, yeah. A red onion. Oh, yes. Peeled and cut in half. You would peel it. I'd have to peel it, yeah. Are you making tomato and onions? (laughs) My favourite! Yummy! Gaff, you're the leveller. I love you, Gaff. Thanks for calling, Glyn. (gasps) Freezing, I'm going to get him cold. (laughs) This is Talk Radio. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. What's wrong with you? So cold. Oh, it's grow up. Look, there's ice coming off it. Grow up. Grow up. There is actual ice coming off. Yeah, it. grow up. Grow up, woman. Okay, I'm taking the Ev. I'm going to... Glim, we finished. Just give me double bubble for one minute and let me finish my recipe. It was taking forever. It was taking forever. Because I wanted you to be perfect for you and Cass. But you're not... You're just telling us. Just tell us what it is. You don't know. It's perfect when you're talking slowly. It's like pulling teeth getting content out of you. 
real tin. Right. Two tin tomatoes, red onion, peeled, chopped in half, double butter, fresh basil, mix it all up, simmer it for 35 minutes, best pasta sauce ever. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's fine. You're forgetting the garlic. Well, that, well that's, my, that's my secret talent. What's yours? Well, that's... Hang on a minute. I've told you, and that's not really cooking. Is it not? No. You just put some oh, tin... Right. You put some tin tomatoes and an onion in a pan. What can you cook? Cook your face in a minute and my fist oh. now. If you've got the garlic, if you've got the oregano, when I did, a little bit um, of sugar. When I did the show with, what's his name, James Winsfield, the chef, James Mason, Jamie Hardy. Jam- Keep going, James. James Wiltshire. No? S- something like that, w- Willenshaw. James um, Withy. Keep going. James, <laughs> James um, w- 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 Wachran. James, um, you don't know it, you're Googling it. James Rice. James it's, Nice. It's, a, it's, it's two first names. His surname is a first name. James Stewart. James Stevens. James mm. Martin! Boom. No! He made a really nice uh, little sauce. Did he? Sort of using that recipe, but better. Yeah. He put garlic in. Yeah, he put garlic in. That's standard. He made, a, he made a lovely little sauce right, that you would put on pasta. I don't think he used it for pasta. He used it for something else. And... It, honestly, it was, it was such, I don't know if the show's gone out, I don't know when it goes out, but I, I, I've got no idea, but it was such a thrill to be sat in his kitchen, I was just sat on a, I didn't do any cooking, so I was like, but I'm sat on a stool, watching him cook, and this, um, the, the, this, um, female chef whose name escapes me, but she's got a restaurant, she was brilliant, right, and I'm sat there, just watching the two of them, and it was like, it was like watching Pete Heat do magic, yeah. you know, I, I had the same understanding of how Pete did what he did, as I did as, with James Martin was cooking, I just don't get it, I don't get how those things th- th- lined up on a chopping board, and then you, then suddenly you've got a delicious meal. Well, I just love the whole process of it, um, I heard, uh, Jamie Oliver being interviewed the other day, he's got a cookery school, does classes, you know, the, one of the most popular classes, knife craft. Oh, he says they come in rubbish, yeah. like me. I mean, I chop onion. You know, they, they, they end up the right shape, but it takes me ages. Yeah. And oh. he says they go out and go... James, do that. James Martin told me off for cutting wrong. Because he gave me the knife to cut some mozzarella. Right, and I didn't do it on the chopping board. I did it on his metal work surface. Oh, well. And I went, and I did it. And I looked up and went, is that right? He went, well, you've just blunted my knife, but yeah... Oh, flipping it, he was telling me off. But he did it, he, he did, he knocked up this, this sort of pasta sauce, literally three minutes, and you taste it, you go, that is, that is incredible. Well, you know he does it for a job, right? I know. <laughs> honestly, he's been doing it for a while. Honestly, I don't know, I, I, it may have gone out, I normally get tweeted by someone going, oh, I've just seen you on telly. I, I don't know what these things about, but, um, you know, sat closer than I am to you. Yeah. It was just, it was a real honour to watch, you know, two master i don't know how great he is as a, i don't know but two people are really really good at what they do watch them up close and effortless and he's presenting a tv show as well he's talking to the camera i'm just gonna it's great absolutely great what a thrill oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand um uh michelle has uh, uh texted ian can we talk about carol vorderman's bum Certainly can. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. what's it done now i've seen it up close have you yes i have magnificent um Stephen 
Hello, Ian. It's been a long time. <laughs> um, I, I spoke to you at the start of the year, and well, we had a misunderstanding. I told you that um, there was a new Bruce Lee film coming out, and I think you took took it the wrong way, and you said to Cass, oh, I don't know where he was going with that, and cut me off. And so I took umbrage at that, and I haven't been calling since. But um, I thought, well, it's the new year and everything. We're, we're well into the new year. And Why would I get offended about a new Bruce Lee film coming out? Well, I think it's the way I said it. I joked a bit. I said, oh, oh what, because it's a Bruce, what do, what do you call it, Bruce Bloitation. Yeah. And I said, because you've got the surname Lee, why yes. don't you make a Bruce Bloitation thing? I was well, doing it as a, as a sort of a jokey thing. Well, I think, I, I don't remember this incident at all, but that oh, sounds no. to me like the kind of thing that I was making a joke and you didn't take the joke the right way. Might have been. So, yeah, it anyway, so, anyway, peace and love, brother. I'm, peace and I'm love. Fine. Yeah, yeah, I thought I'd, I mean, I don't, I don't bear grudges. And well, you did, you did, it was seen for quite a long time, <laughs> for several months, you, you've had umbrage. <laughs> no, but something serious cropped up, and I want a word of advice from you, because yes. uh, you know how to deal with this. I had a, a text from a friend, and uh, she's in my town, and she said she had attempted suicide, but, obviously, and that she was in hospital, and yeah. so... um I said, do you want me to visit? And she said, no. Um, and she said, oh, she'll probably be out tomorrow. I don't know how long she's been in there, because she didn't let me know on the actual day she went in. So okay. I So did you say it was the sister of the friend that texted you? Oh, no, she did herself. Sorry, she yeah, said no. herself. All right, sorry, go on. Yeah, so 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 she's obviously capable of text, texting, yes. you know, making a sort of plane. So, um... um I said, I'll come and visit. It was actually quite a way and a bit complicated, but I said, I'll come and visit. Because yeah. if I did something like that, I'd want someone to be there for me. And so she said, no. Um, you see, the thing is about her, it's okay. She won't be listening. She does, doesn't listen to radio ever. So, I mean, any kind of radio. So, I mean, no chance of her. Okay. Well, don't mention any names, obviously. No, 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 no. Yeah. So, um, she's the kind of person who, she's got deep anxieties, and the generalised depression. See, I'm the opposite. I get depressed about things in life. You know, like, I, like if someone says, why are you fed up? I know exactly why. It's because of dot, 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 you know. Whereas she has a general malaise, you might say, that she's fed up with everything just because it's everything and anxious about everything just because it's everything, if you see what I mean. And um, I think that's what made her like, try to end her life. Well, so, well, well, but, that just, just I, w- I would just suggest... Not trying to second guess why she did what she did because you you don't know we don't know no one oh, knows no. so I wouldn't I wouldn't try and second guess why she, why she no. did it no but the advice bit was that as a person I know what she's like personality wise you see she's um she comes across as a very independent kind of um, self contained woman you know like I don't I, I don't need any help but actually she does need help I mean it's pretty obvious that much I do know well well then, again 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 again. <laughs> In, in your opinion, which may be, may be incorrect. Yeah, except that when you offer and you sort of make an overture, she'll often respond to it, but she doesn't ask for help. Okay, well, offer, offering is fine. Offering help is fine. And if, if, that, help, if that help is um, wanted, then that's great. And if that help is declined, then that's great. And it's also fine not to ask for help. Right, so... I said that the, my last text, I said, look, if you're out, if, if you're still in tomorrow, I'll come and visit. If you're out, let's meet locally 
and I, th- I thought this was the best I could write it, really. I spent a long time thinking of the text. Yeah. Um, I said, you can say as much as you want or as little as you want, yeah. and I'm not going to push you and ask you all the whys and wherefores and say, what did you do and why did you do it exactly? It's right. completely up to you, but I think it would be quite nice to meet up for a coffee somewhere in our town, um, and you can just say as little as you want or as much as you want. Mm-hmm. How does that sound? I said, please text me tomorrow. Um, and let me know, you know, if, if you're out of the hospital, right, and uh, maybe okay. we can meet up. Go on. So, what happened? I think, do you think the way I phrased that sounded fair enough? You know, so no, you I want, don't. Do you, uh, you want an honest answer? No, I don't. Well, what did you find about that? How would you have phrased that differently? Is it, uh, um, I wouldn't have said, hmm. please text me. Oh, about tomorrow, you mean? Mm. That's quite controlling and demanding of someone who's in a very fragile state that's putting that that request i would suggest again i don't know the person involved but that request is putting a lot of pressure on someone who probably doesn't want any pressure put on them Mm, could be right yeah could be could be so yeah please please text me the response please text me your response to this situation that I uh, I am requesting in a very forthright, caring, but forthright manner. Please text me. How many times has has she's told you twice that she didn't want you to visit? Oh no, only one. No, no, she didn't say don't visit. She just said because it's a long way to go. Because I'd have to catch. Oh, that's back. not what you said. You said that you'd asked her if you could go and visit, and she said no. Oh no, sorry, I didn't. Mean, yeah, but not because she didn't want to visit. She was thinking of the practicalities of it. Well, she said know. she was thinking of the practicalities. Maybe that was her being polite and, and not wanting to hurt your feelings. Might have been, except that she did mention the transport. She said, well, you, you'll have to catch a bus from there to there and there to there, you know. So like, yeah, again, stay. again, that might be her trying to spare your feelings. By, instead of just saying no. She so, might... well, I'll just leave it then and say, I mean, I haven't texted anymore. That was much earlier today, and I said that. And so, I mean, I haven't kept on texting back and forth. I mean, you know, because actually I haven't text, I texted that much, really. But I think, In your I opinion? Mean, in my opinion. Listen, the poor soul is obviously is, is in a very, um, uh, um, uh, is ill. And when we're ill, you know, getting texts from you... And and I know you're doing it because you care, and that's great, but you don't know who else is phoning her, you don't know who else is turning up at the door, you don't know who else is texting her. That can be like a, you know, that can be like a barrage of noise to someone who's feeling fragile. That's the word I was looking for. Someone who's, who's probably feeling very fragile. That can be a barrage of noise and a barrage of unwanted responsibility, right? Brilliant. You've let her know that you're there for her. That's great, and I know you're doing this out of the, you know, because you're a caring human being. It's obvious you're a caring human being. I would suggest, and I say this with love, that the way you have phrased these things to me have sounded ever so slightly, and I'm sure this is unintentional, but ever so slightly demanding. That's how they've, that's how they've come across to me. Um, and I would just, I would just leave it. I would just leave it. Maybe send her a, a, another message in a week, just saying, I'm thinking of you, hope you're well. Something like that. Something where there's no, why don't we do this? Hey, could I do this for you? Would you? None of that. In a week, thinking of you today, hope you're well. 
That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. And if she responds, that's great. And if she doesn't respond, that's great. Because she is doing what she needs to do to heal herself. You can't fix her. You can't fix her. All you can do is offer to be there in a very... Uh, and, and by that, offer to be there, I mean just that simple thing of just thinking of you, hope you're well. That's it. Um, you know, that that's all you can do at the moment. Mm, true. You can't fix her, man. No, no, true enough. True enough. Mm. Yeah, no, it's a tough one. Tough situation. I was a bit shocked to get the, the first text, actually. I mean, uh, you know, because... Um, I bet I bet you were. How are you feeling about the whole thing? Because it is upsetting when our friends take make attempts to take their own lives. It's upsetting. So how are you feeling? Well, what do you say has truth in it? Because about extrapolating, if that's the word to use, um, because at times I felt like ending it, yeah. and I, I suppose I think what I would like. Had I had I done that to myself and survived it, and I was in a hospital bed, I'd like um, probably a friendly voice. So I suppose I was. What you said has truth in that because you know it, it was like me projecting. What would I like in that situation? Which is a human thing to do because obviously we, like you were saying earlier to Catherine about the children incident. You know, that, I mean, um, you you try and identify, you know, if, if there's any common ground. Like, So I felt like ending it, think, well, I don't think things are worthwhile. Um, mm. But then, and if I did do that, I'm, knowing what I'm like, I probably, if I woke up in a bed and there was a hospital and there were staff that were not particularly friendly walking around saying, you know, he's a bit of a pain because he's taken up a hospital bed and, you know... You're making, a lot of, you're making a lot of assumptions there. <laughs> you're making a lot I of know. assumptions. I know, I know, but I, I, I know, but I, I know I'd be thinking that, but I would, I could do it in that situation with a friendly voice or a text, a friendly okay. text or well, friendly whatever. Yeah. So I, I guess I'm transmitting that yeah. onto this situation. And you could be right. I could be completely way off the mark, and she doesn't want contact from anyone. Actually, that could be true. Yeah. But you said, like, how do I feel? So I suppose I was try- just trying to think: how, I, what am I like? Mm, I well, don't know well, that's, you, that's great that you, you're thinking about what you're like. But this is a completely different individual who has been through a very, very traumatic, intense, and emotional week, two weeks, month. Who knows how long this has been going, building up for? Been through a very, oh. very emotional. Period. It's like um, it's like if someone's got cancer, right? It's the same well, I thing. do actually. Right. I do actually. Okay. Well, well, yeah. But if someone's in, you know, is taken to hospital because they got cancer, right? Mm. Um, they might not want to see anyone because they feel tired, they feel battered, they feel emotional, they feel dr- they might not want to see anyone, and that and that's fine. And you wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't kind of press on. Um, you know, someone who's 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 very sick with cancer, saying, "Well, I, I, maybe we should meet up for a coffee." And he's he's just text me tomorrow and let me know. You know, you wouldn't do that with someone who's got cancer. Well, uh, well, uh, actually, on air, uh, I've only ever told James James Whale in the past about mine that, that I have. I mean, the cancer. I mean, um, yeah. oh, you, well, you're the second. <laughs> but, I mean, I haven't gone into specifics, but uh, yeah. So I know what you mean on that score because um, I. I keep it tightly in a box. I don't talk about that with anyone. Mm. Um, I mean, I don't know why I ever told James. I mean, that was, oh, that was the end of 2016. Um, 
I don't know why, really, but well, I suppose I find him sometimes easy do to you, talk to. Um, do you do you think that maybe your desire to help this friend of yours is 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 you um, asking for help? Have a think about it for a while. Have a think about it for a few days. That maybe you internalising your illness and what's going on for you um, and uh, 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 and maybe your friend being ill and you trying to help them is, is actually, that's what that's what you want, is you want someone to go, Stephen, are you sure you're all right, man? Because you've lost a bit of weight and you've, 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 you've been a bit distant and I'm just wondering, is there something going on? Maybe that's what you want. I might be wrong. I often am. I'm just putting it out there. Well, I know there are, there are no things that can be ruled out, really, when you're talking about the mind and how it works with all these peculiar things that happen to us. Yeah, so, no, I mean, everything's on the table, I think. I mean, I don't discount anything, really, okay. um, about myself, you know, what goes on. All right. Um, yeah. All right. Well, so, uh, okay, well, maybe next week I'll give you a ring, I'll let you know if there's any outcome or whatever, and uh, all right. that's okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, uh, Thanks, man. Cheers. Right. Bye-bye. All right, see you then. This Bye. is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Right, me, me and Catherine are having an argument because I'm brilliant and she's a pain. What is your beef? Who's in in here? You're sitting here in a t-shirt. She looked at me with gave nips me a... like Scania wheel nuts. Nips. And Can't I'm sitting right underneath. Yeah, I'm sitting right underneath the aircon, and it's got ice coming out of it. She, that's not that's not ice. It's that's proper ice. That, that is not ice. I, that's I bet just... if you put your finger on that, you'll be stuck to the ceiling. I'm gonna lick it. Don't lick it. That's not ice. What is it? That's just the crap. That's just crap that's in the air conditioning. That's Why is it white? It's probably Legionnaires. That's what that is. <laughs> Your actual Legionnaires. She just looked at me, right? She, I gave me the dirtiest look during the adverts, and, and pulled a face as, as if to say, it's, "It's the kind of you've do, you've done a stinky fart face." I was like, "What was that for?" I'm cold. I'm cold. I said, "So what?" <laughs> He's doing the voice. You know, it's a serious argument. I said, so what? Went, I'm, I'm cold. Can I go and put the heating up a little bit? Can I go, go and put the heating up a wee bit, please, sir? I said, no. Where am I from now? I said, no, you blooming well can't. This is my. This, if you can't stand the cold, get out of the studio. And then you started to pack your computer up <laughs> to get out. I mean, I tell we... you what. I tell you what. Why don't you do us all a favour? Why are you going? Why are you going sitting there with your boyfriend, Sam? All right. <laughs> I'll just warm up a bit. Outrageous. Outrageous! We're on air! We are on air! Can I turn it up? No! Bye. <laughs> She's such a despicable human being. Um, 034... 499... No, 0344. 0344. That's how you say it. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. After midnight, we've got another um, yes word or S word. It's from Noel Taylor. Um, it's called The Skipping Girl. I've not heard it, um, but it should be a lot of fun. We take calls straight to air for that bit. And then afterwards, you can call in again about anything you fancy. Um, we've only had one... The, the new listener figures have come out, and this show is up 230% on last year, this time last year. And it's um, up 44% on three months ago, which is great. But I do worry that we're starting to lose the slight cultish element of the show. What I'm saying is I think we have too many listeners. So if you love the show as much as you say you do, 
then you need to you need to set me free. Um, if you want this show to continue being innovative, filthy, and a little bit crap, then we need to get the listener figures back down. Because once we start getting too many listeners, we're going to have to get slick, professional, and then be replaced by someone who works for The Sun. So that's what's going to happen. So um, we need a few listeners to phone in and say, I'm going to stop listening just to help those figures go down. So far, we've only had Gavin, who's put his money where his mouth is. So if anybody else could phone up, please, and say, yeah, you know what? I'm going to stop listening to help to make sure the show continues. I'm going to be switching off my radio and I ain't never going to listen again. I'll come up with some suggestions of what you should listen to. Oh, I'll find you another radio station. Don't worry about that. Oh, I'll find you one. Um, but we do need to, so 03444991000, we're looking for listeners to um, resign from their listenership, please. You are listening to The Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, on his own, on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The wild man of late night radio, Ian Lee. A differently interesting nocturnal emissions from a legend of late night radio. On air and off the leash. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 0344 is the telephone number. The Late Night Alternative with just me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio weeknights. From 10 o'clock until 1 o'clock, you can listen to Talk Radio on DAB. You can download the app or, and we are the highest rated show on this station uh, for listeners online. More people listen to this show at talkradio.co.uk and on the app than they do for any other show on this station. So so thank you, guys. 0344 499 1000. We're going to do a, a yes word or an S word soon. Let's go to Bill first. Good evening, Bill. Hello. Hello, Bill. How's things? Things are good. Oh, no, I shouldn't do that. Sorry? I shouldn't. I'm not allowed to say that. Okay. You're not, actually. Anyway. Anyway, let's ignore that. Yeah. I'm um, I'm doing an alternative late-night experiment. <laughs> Does that involve taking LSD? No, no, no. Nothing that extreme. Unlucky. Okay, go on. Um, basically, I've not had cake for about 10 years. When you say cake, do you mean the drug, or do you mean cake, cakey cake? Um, no, no, it's, it's cake, it's caramel, it's really nice. Um, oh, actual cake, got, all right. Yeah, but it's got something, it's spacey. Oh, come on, man. What? I thought you were off all of that stuff, I thought you were getting clean. No, 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 I've stopped drinking completely, and then I've stopped, um smoking and this uh, this is just nice I've just hang on a second hang on a second hang on. kath it's all right love stay out there it's, too, it's gonna be too cold for you Catherine. you stay out Bring there it's too cold no, for you come in no no don't tell her to, no it's, too, it's gonna be too cold for her come in no stay out come in stay out get in come in get out stay out no come in no stay out come in stay out no come in no yes stay out <laughs> come in Stay out. Come in. Stay out. Come in. Stay out. Stay out. Come in. Oh, no! (laughs) I don't think anyone has ever fallen for that trick, because I try and do that with my boys, and they go, well, you just said what I wanted you to say. They don't fall for it in the slightest. 
Oh my god, this is it's so different. Yeah, what is eating it compared to? I, I can't listen, uh, Bill. I can't. I can't take a phone call listening to you getting high on hash browns. Bella. <laughs> I can't. I, you know, I, I can't. It would make great. It would make great listening. But there's probably some rule against having um, callers getting high on the air. I'm not. It's just cake. It's the sugar. Uh, it's the sugar. You're getting a sugar rush, are you? Is that what it is? <laughs> Bill. Yeah. Bill, enjoy your cake. You're a very, very naughty boy indeed. Let's go to James. Good evening, James. Oh, good, good afternoon. <laughs> Have you had some of Bill's cake? No. No, I'm coming back from the open mic. Oh, it's um, James Taylor. Well, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing? What who, who did you what see? Who did you like? see? Who, who else was performing tonight at the open mic? Uh, a friend of mine, Glenn. Yep. Um, no, not Glenn Campbell. Oh. Um, and the most amazing uh, guitarist... Um, I love anything guitars. By the way, before you go there, you've got some guitars, haven't you? I've got some guitars, yeah. How many have you got? I've got... Uh, uh, I can't remember. I've got an Epiphone acoustic. I've got um, a Casino... Is it Epiphone Casino electric? I've got a Monkey's Gretsch from 1967. That's the pride of the collection. And a, wow. cu- a couple of basses. It's the Gretsch, the Falcon one, the, the white one. No, the Gretsch is, the Gretsch, no, it's not Falcon. It's the 1967 Monkeys model. Um, wow. And it's it's red. It's got the, um, they only did it for for a while. It's got the, a thing called the Zero Fret on there. And it's yeah, a big I old. Know, I know exactly where you're coming from. Yeah, it's a big old chunky beast. And it, it um, please don't ever, t- well, like, it won't be my wife much longer, so I can say this freely. It cost me about £2,000. <laughs> Well, I mean, well done. Okay, actually, the, it's the, zero threats, the, the, the zero threats are coming back. No, are they? Yeah. There's a, there's a company now that, that, that has got a kit that you can buy yeah. for about 19 quid. Yeah. And, and I put one on my J200, my yeah. Gibson J200. Yeah. And um, that it, 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 all you do is take the old one out, put, change the, the nut, I'm not a very good guitar player. It's got to be honest. I haven't. I'll be honest. I haven't played them for. Uh, you right, Kath? What's sorry? No, okay. I didn't say that. No, it's right. Kath's being a Kath's being a div. <laughs> don't 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 tell her. Right, don't tell her. But I put the heat, I put the heating up. I put the heating up when the news was on. It's nice and toastier now. Oh, good. I did I put yeah. it up to twenty one? Guitar talk is man talk. Guitar, yeah. I don't know the no- well. I think women can talk about guitars. You go and try and you you, you go and say that to Susie Quattro. But um, yeah. I, I'm not a very good guitar player at all. So I can only strum a few chords. But I I used to like doing it. When I was younger. And, and when I get into when I get this new house, which is looking closer and closer, um, when I get this new house, I'm gonna have yeah. um. There's a room that's gonna be the music room. It's where I'm gonna store all my CDs, all my vinyl. It's where I'm gonna have my good stereo setup, right. and the guitars are gonna be in there. Yeah, great. A man cave. It's it's, it's kind of gonna. I guess we'd call it a man cave. I think a music room is a little bit more, a little bit more distinguished. Yeah. yeah. What sort of music do you play? Um. Oh, Beatles. <laughs> I don't. You know, that's. I was in a band for a while. I played bass in a band, and we did. 
we did some originals and we did some sort of classic rock songs with a horn section that made it sexy and they were all sung in japanese goodness mate yeah i know isn't it isn't it yeah Um, Yeah, by the way let let me tell you about this guy called brandon yeah Uh, he he's um he's he's an absolutely amazing guitarist yeah and 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 he he, he's sort of he's like a ghost he comes around with us he's he's great he is yeah and and whatever i mean i was doing you've got a friend again tonight on on, um on the on the set yeah. And he came up and got his guitar, and he just, he just slots in. Oh, these... people like that. People like that, oh, man. It makes you sick. <laughs> I'm being asked, I'm being asked, have you, have you got a YouTube channel? No, I don't do it. Oh. No, I don't do social media or anything like that. I just have an email and, and a phone. All right. Well, that's good. Good for you. Good for you. All right, but, man. I, I promise, before you go, I promise you... Um, I'll, I'll do another song for you next time I ring up. All right, brilliant. Then please do. I look forward to it, James. Thank you very much, mate. Cheers. You take care. Ta-ta, bye-bye. Justin is saying, you're 67 Gretches, about six grand these days. No, they're not. They're not. It's it's about, it was 1,600 quid, I think it cost me. They're, they're, they're not, but they're not this particular model. Good evening, Hannah. Evening. Mm. Evening. I, I think you have way too many listeners and not enough family. Okay, thank you very much indeed. Let's go to Keith. Good evening, Keith. Uh, hello there, you too. Hope you're well. Kath isn't in the studio because she's doing um, a, um, a oh, dirty protest. Yeah, multitask. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, I just picked up the thread that you're trying to reduce listeners and uh, yes, we've got too many feelings of sadness. So I'm up here in Wigan, Lancashire. And I'm, I, I, I'm afraid I'm going to have to resort to listen to that idiot Alan, Alan Bezic on Bru- Radio Lancashire. Are you prepared? Oh, this is brilliant, Keith. Are you saying that you are prepared to stop listening to this show if it helps you? Sorry, if it, I thought you said if it ups you. Uh, if it helps, you, it would help me. Yes. And so you're going to go to BBC Radio Lancashire. Oh, it's, it's a sad, you know, I was quite sad when, but, you know, anything that helps, you know, to, you Mate, know. I appreciate it. it. I, pre- yeah. I absolutely. But Alan Bezik, you know, I mean, he just, I, I, I've been, t- I've been sort of on and off chatting to him for about 20 years. You, you know, I, th- I think you mentioned, you know who he is, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think he's so banal, so boring. But you're but... prepared to listen to him to save this show? Absolutely. Well, let's listen. Let's have a listen. Let's go to BBC Radio Lancashire and listen oh, to Alan Bezik now. So this is what so banal. Hang on, so clever. Hang on, Keith. This is what you're going to be listening to from tomorrow night. We are, and I don't. I don't just mean. Oh no! I like can me. just I mean, feel it. British, the people who perceive themselves to be. He's done everything from being a psychiatric nurse to a bus driver. It's fantastic. Oh, he thinks he's so clever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hang on, the sound's gone. Like me. I mean, we, the British, the people who there we go. perceive themselves to be part of this fabulous nation of ours. This is, Gavin's, oh, Gavin's going to, no, Keith's going to take a dive for us, Kath. He's going to stop recover. listening to say this Oh, no. And he's going to listen to Alan Bezik. I feel ashamed. Oh, no, that's too oh, much. No. God, he's so banal, he so thinks he's so clever. Keith, that, uh, I really appreciate that, Matt. It's a very, very noble thing to do. Oh, it's going to take a lot. Thank you very much indeed. <laughs> what a nice guy. He's doing that for us. Team, station. team, we'll be grateful he's taking one for you. Lancashire, and killed quite a lot of people. Oh, including a famous campaigner. Her name was Pat, a famous campaigner for charity. Pat Seed, her husband, I think it was, died in that. And and you know, 
It was is it one of those mouths that was Licky. absolutely. This is in the 1980s. Before that, even I think, and it was absolutely horrendous. Someone make him a brew for heaven's sake. Uh, let's go to Steve. Good evening, Steve. Hello, mate. How you doing? Very, very well. Though it's none of your business. What? Have uh, you, I don't know how to I, do that yet. What have you got for us, Steve? Um, I just—it's just a quick call, really, just because. I, I, forgive me. I, I don't actually listen to your show um, live, but I, I listen to uh, the podcast on the tube and I want to go for a run and stuff and it's bloody brilliant and I listened to the Lacey one today and oh. I just thought it was such a lovely thing that you did and I just think I just wanted to say bloody keep it up it's great mate I love it and I just think the stuff you do is really really nice hey, so, uh, Steve you're, you're, thank you man uh, so you so do you obviously are you listening live tonight or have you just called in on the off chance no so I've just I, I've just called on uh, on the off chance I'm just driving oh, home but brilliant. I've also realised that if I phone the show yeah I can, uh, I can, whilst waiting, you can listen to the, the show live, so... Oh, there we go, of course you can! Yeah. Oh, and we'll, no. we'll, we'll do, Steve, we will do that for anyone. If people can't listen, phone us up, we'll call you back, you can listen, it's like dial-a-disc, you can listen yeah. to us. Yeah. Right, Catherine, we need, we've got to make this call a bit better, but I'd like Steve to be in the poddy. Okay. I, I want Steve to be in the podcast. What's Steve gonna do? <laughs> so Steve, it, right, um, Steve, can you, is, right... Is there a question you'd like to ask future Steve, Steve? Oh, blimey, um... I don't know. Uh, no, I got, I've got nothing at the moment. I've got nothing. You put right. me on the spot. No, I've, well, OK, well, that's not good enough, then. We need to, we need to this <laughs> call it... Because this call, as you know, Steve, we only put the very, very best into the podcast. Um, yeah. and, and so uh, podcast listeners don't even know who Alan Caddick is. Um, so, we got, this call isn't good I enough yet. Well, I'm, I'm lucky, mate. <laughs> Unlucky. <laughs> this call isn't good enough, Catherine. What can we, what can we get from Steve. Stephen to make it a, a podcast-worthy call? I mean, did you want to sing us a song? Sing us a song, Steve? No, I'm not, I'm not a great singer. Have you got a hard luck story? Um, no. Um, no, I mean, you... I just, I just... I just I tell you what, I hear something. Here we go, here we go, Steve's had inspiration. Yes, brother. Are you ready, are you ready for this? Yes. Um, I, I think that me and you, Ian, have a slight uh, connection. I think we might know somebody Ooh. the same. I, this, might be, this might be a lie. Uh, so basically, a friend of mine, uh, does the name Pete Nichols ring a bell to you? It does ring a bell. Why do I know that name? <laughs> so, uh, a good friend of mine, his dad, I believe you used to be his secretary, might not be the right word. Uh, and um, and the reason I know this story is that apparently you still, you still or, or have till very recently, uh, always sent him a Christmas card. Hang on a minute. I was his secretary? No, I don't know. That might be, not be the right I'm word. I'm not with anybody's uh, secretary. He Wait, can't uh, type. Shut up, man. I'm a wicked typist. <laughs> where, hang on, where, where did this guy live? Uh, so I think he worked in Slough. Um, so Pete lives in Windsor now, because I think I, I live round Windsor Way, where I think you live, from right. what I understand. Well, so hang on, what's his um, dad's name? Pete Nichols. It's definitely Nichols, not, it's, not it's Nicholson. Been... No, no, great story, isn't it? Especially if you don't no. know what I'm talking about. So, uh, so hang on. So, so is Dad saying? That, uh, are you sure that? Um, right. Are you sure that it wasn't my mum that used to be his secretary? Maybe, but I'm pretty sure my mate told me it was you. I've never been anybody's secretary. This is this is Ian Lee, isn't it? Yeah. Of course, yes, that yes, Ian the radio <laughs> presenter. Yeah, no, that's what he told me. 
I'm going to have to have a word with him tomorrow just to find out what's going and on. And I used to send his dad a Christmas card until recently. Yes, yeah, so I think, you know, you, you worked with him for a little while. Uh, obviously not. It, this must have been a long time ago. And then you, uh, th- yeah, I mean, he, I, I was told you were a really lovely bloke and you still send him a Christmas card. No. Now I'm now All I'm lies. Sure. It's lies. <laughs> it's lies, mate. Honestly, I don't, I don't send Christmas cards and I haven't done for about 15 years. I think they're a waste of money. So you've yeah, been okay, stitched well, up, mate. I have but a bit, on the on the on the upside, you just made the podcast with that call, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, man. Thanks for the call. Nice to talk to you. Call, to go and call your yeah, friend out for lying. Cheers, yeah, fellas. Thanks a lot, mate. Cheers. Isn't that funny? So no. who's sending this guy a Christmas card <laughs> from you? <laughs> right, we have a break. When we come back, it's uh, the yes word or the s word with Noel Taylor, and Noel has just called in. This is Talk Radio. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Right, so it's a feature, and it's a feature that we, we're going to stick with until people get bored of being humiliated. Or, I mean, that we run out of people who want to um, share their art with us. So, uh, it is... Um, what's it called? S-word, yes-word. And, and the S-word is S-H-1-T. So, basically, we play a song by a new artist... Um, you dear listener, Ian at ianlee.com if you want to send one to me. And while it's playing, people will phone up live and they will say the yes word, as in I think it's great, or the S word, as in, or I think it's SH1T. Please don't actually say the, the S word. But a lot of people have been phoning up saying the S word and that doesn't help. That is, You um, can say the S word, but don't say the S word. Yeah, because that really gets us in very, very sticky waters. So, So please don't do that. Um, you can phone up and you can pass comment. Of course you can, but do pass a little comment, but, but, um, don't, don't actually say that. Tonight's is from, um, semi-regular caller, Noel Taylor. Good evening, Noel. <laughs> good evening, Ian. Um, um uh, yes. I think it'd be a, a good, good, uh, idea for a TV programme, this. Well, it would be, but I'm, I'm, I do a radio show, so. So, right. so that's that's that. Tell us, this song is called "Skipping Girl." Yeah, by Leon Roliat. Okay, which is your pseudonym and your name backwards. Yeah. Okay, and tell us the inspiration behind this song. Um, I was walking down St James's Lane in Coventry, and I just saw this girl, little girl, skipping. About five year old girl. Sounds a bit na- naughty. It sounds a bit crazy, but it sounds uh, crazy. It doesn't I, sound naughty. I yeah. thought thought the thought, thought the song straight away. The whole song came into my head. Wow. Okay. And uh, wh- how long ago did you write this song, Noel? Oh blimey! Now you're asking. Some it must be about twenty years ago, something okay. like that. Okay. So this is a, this is a crisis from the vaults. <laughs> this is from yeah, the vaults. Uh... Well, you, are you prepared for this? Because you know what happens. We play the song and we take calls straight to air, and people phone up and tell us. What they think sometimes they can be harsh. Well, uh, harsh but fair. But are you are you prepared for the the feedback? I can take it. You sure? Yeah. All right, Noel. Stay on the line. We'll come to you afterwards, dear listener. I'm going to play "Skipping Girl" by Noel Taylor, Leon Rolia, O three four four. I think Sam's calling you up there, Kath. Oh. I think there's a problem with the computer. O three four four. Four nine nine one thousand. You come on. You, I'll call you out, and you can you can speak. Here we go. This is "Skipping Girl" by Leon Rolyat. Right. Let's, let's, 
Let's, let's get back to the beginning because it sounds um, quite synthy and I like that. Here we go. 0344 499 1000. Wow. Calls are coming in thick and fast already. Line one, is this the yes word or the yes word? What is this? AC's dead. Terrible S word. You don't like it? Oh, it's a... <laughs> it's a what? What did she say? What did she say? Line two, yes word or S word? Um, I hear barcode. Thank you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Line three, yes word or S word? S word. You, sh- you sure? I'm, I'm quite enjoying this. Line five, yes word or S word? Steve from Twickenham here. It's definitely the S word. Thank you. S word. Thank you very much indeed. Line five, yes word or S word? It's good, not bad. I think it's very groovy. Yes, world. Have you been eating some of Bill's cake? Oh, yes, indeed. Everybody's on a take. Every single body. Everybody's on a take. Everybody. Line six, yes, word or S word for Noel Taylor skipping girl? Funny. Okay, right, that doesn't help. Can we not have any bad language, please? Line nine, yes word or S word, please? No, ba- no bad language. Good evening, it's an S, but just a small S. It'd actually be really good, it'd be, it'd be S, if Nigel did a cover version of it. Thank okay, you. thank you very much indeed. Okay, at least there's no bad language. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Line 10, yes word or S word? Synthesize. Okay, that's it. Again, no bad language, please. Please don't phone up and swear. Actually, say that word, please. Line 12, yes word or S word? Don't actually say the S word, please. Oh, this song's making me really moist, yes. Okay, right, that's, that's, that's not, okay. That's, people aren't taking this feature seriously. Wow. Line 1, yes word or S word? Yes, baby, yes, baby, yes, baby, yes. Permission to put out, please, Yeah, permissions are granted. There we go. Uh, line three, yes word or S word? Oh, yeah. Yes word. Thank you very much indeed. What a polite young person there. Line nine, yes word or S word? Uh, 1984 called. They said they want their song back. Oh, dear! <laughs> line ten, yes word or S word? Shiny, happy people holding hands. Okay. By the way, 1984 had more than one song. I know, I remember. Line 12, yes word or S word? S word. You sure? Too much Okay. Yeah, too much awoken. Okay, thank you very much indeed. Well, that's the end of the song. Bring Noel, t- uh, bring Noel Taylor back into the conversation. Well, Noel, what did you think to that reaction? Blimey, it was abysmal, wasn't it? It was abysmal, yeah. It was it was an abysmal reaction. There were some people that liked it, but it, it was it was an abysmal reaction. I genuinely, 
I genuinely quite liked it. Here's the thing, Noel. Some people don't like the Beatles. Yeah, I love the Beatles. Exactly. So, I mean... Do you, do you like the Beatles? Love them. Love them. Yeah. Some people right. hate them. Some people hate them. You know, <laughs> just be the Beatles. Yeah, yeah. Some of my music does sound like the Beatles. Okay. Uh, well, that didn't. So. I genuinely quite like that, because I've heard a lot of the crap that you've pumped out over the last 20 years. <laughs> um, and that, that was actually... I thought that was all right. I thought that was all right. Well, no, you were brave enough to come on, and I appreciate that, brother. Thank you. That's right. I really appreciate you playing my music. That, I can't believe how lucky I am. It's an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Noel. There we go. He's, he's, he's got the right attitude. All I want is a skipping girl now. All I want is a skipping... I genuinely... I thought that was all right. I thought that was all right. 1984 had way more than one song, didn't it? It had about three, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Pablo. Good evening, Pablo. How do? How do, how do, how do, how do, yes. Um, are you bad? Up your bum. Yeah, there we go. Um, yeah, no, um, just uh, I had a bit of uh, excitement at the end of last week. Oh. Yeah. Um, we were sitting down watching... Um, What's his name? Jeremy Clarkson completely uh, separate himself from the common man on Deal or New Deal. Oh, not Deal or New Deal. He wants to be a millionaire. Yeah. Um, and uh, my fiancé looks out the window and sees a massive plume of smoke coming from um, the house behind her uh, oh, yeah. on the other side of the street. Yes. So um, just ran round and uh, there's a big fire. Where there was like a garage behind one of the houses on this terrace street that was ablaze. Wow, H- hashtag um, 420, Bla- hashtag blazing. How uh, do you know about that? Not, not that thing, but... Because uh, <laughs> I, yeah. I know, I know, I know, I know 420, I know blazing. Of course I do. Because I, I know, I know, um, I know stuff, I know all language right, in the right, streets. Stop now. Um, what goals? Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I got round, um, and there was another fella there who had his phone there, but his phone wasn't working, so I, I called the fire service, and they turned up and, and the like, and uh, went really big. Um, checked on a, a friend of mine who lives, like, next door. Yes. A wheelchair user, just to make sure that he was all right. Do good, uh, So he wasn't stranded in. Virtue That's signal. what I do. It's what I do. Virtue signal. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, he was fine. And then I thought, well... Technically, I've done good deeds, so I'm allowed to just be one of those people who just stands there and records a video. So I just recorded a video for a good minute. And, did you do uh, it in portrait? Of course he did. I did, yeah. You did it in portrait? Oh, no, no, what am I talking about? Sorry, landscape, landscape. Mate, you nearly got cut off and uh, you nearly got banned. I can imagine, I can imagine. I know that's an issue. Yeah, that's an issue. Uh, but yeah, no, got it, got it uh, done and uh, tweeted out uh, some of the uh, chums. Um, and then I got the, the paper in touch with us the next day. And uh, got got the video in the paper. Did you get paid? Um, I didn't get paid. No, that was the thing. Idiot. Well, part of me was thinking, oh, it's, it's a you know common decency thing. You know, community you know, people would want to see it. But then I remembered that obviously media content there'll be some sort of specific set price at the pay or, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, you should have. You should have said, look, yeah, you can have it for a couple of hundred quid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> well that respect is fine, isn't it? You know. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Well, you can always go and start another fire now. You know that. Well, that's my concern. You see, the problem being is the next day I was I was like in the area. All I want is a skipping girl. Yeah, Sorry, it's quite that earworm, isn't it? Yeah, it's a good song. Now I enjoyed that. Um, and uh, yeah, basically they, they had the kind of fire inspection officer there and all that. 
Um, and what I'd first notice is the fact that I thought the fire was on, I thought it was like a two-story garage, so I thought, oh, I'll mention that to them because I was there pretty early doors, yes. and it was coming through the roof straight on, so I just let them know that I think it started on the top bit. All right, Jessica so, Fletcher. Well, you know, well, what can I tell you? Were, I they, fire, much else were they fire investigators? Um, yeah, well, it was like there was a police officer there, and then there was a woman in, like, overalls with a van which had loads of stuff in the back, so I'm assuming she was either fire or police. Um, as far as I'm aware, they still don't know exactly how the fire started, whether it was uh, nefarious. Well, go and do a little you mean bit... they haven't advised you? <laughs> go, and, go and do a little bit more investigating then, Pablo. So, so waste your time talking to us. Go and have a look. Well, my concern is, because that was the problem, because I was talking to her, and she was looking at me a bit funny when I was speaking to her, and then I, I left. And uh, a little bit later on, I was just thinking, wow, she's looking at me a bit funny. And then I remembered, um, obviously, my eyebrow issue, where I've kind of... I've, um, eyebrow I've, issue? Yeah. Well, I've, I've like a, it's like an OCD thing. I've kind of plucked my eyebrows a little bit when I'm not aware of it, and now I look a little, little bit ridiculous. Okay. But then I realised that, you know, if you're going to be setting a fire yeah. um, within close proximity, you, you know, if you're not careful, one of the first things that's going to go is your eyebrows, isn't yeah, of it? Of, co- of course it is, mate. Of so course I think it is. By doing my common decency and putting my, uh, putting my oar in to say, you know, obviously she would probably know it'd be her job now. Yes. But put, trying to help out, I've possibly put myself right in the uh, well. the firing line for, uh, no pun intended, nope. for, uh, really a for a suspect if it is nefarious. And obviously then they can check on the record, see that it was me who called what? the fire Why are you service. trying to create a retrospective alibi by talking to her? I, I think you did it. Well, that's, that's my concern. I've got a very, very... I'm, I'm one of these people who's nervous of police, even though I've done nothing I wrong. I think you did it. I think you're guilty. Well, that's it. Well, the worst thing is, as well, a friend of mine, just the, the day before, um, his house has been gutted by a fire, an electrical fire, whilst he was at, at work, luckily, so nobody was hurt. So you burnt your mate's house down, and you burnt down a garage. Mate, you need to get help, Pablo, seriously. Well, that's the thing, but I think if there is a firebug in the area, and this was the other fact, the fellow who was there when I first turned up wasn't there a bit later on, so I was thinking, oh, I should have probably paid a bit more attention to what he looked like, yeah, just okay. in case he was... All right, mate. He was the All culprit. right, but listen, if I were you, I'd go and destroy those petrol cans... And um, I'd go and get help straight away, mate, because that is, that is not normal behaviour. Setting fire to a garage in a mate's house, that's not normal behaviour, Pablo. Really. Have a good, good, good hard, good, go and have a good hard think. 0344 499 1000. Another 20 odd minutes of this nonsense before Paul Ross comes in at one o'clock. This is The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 03444991000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Have you got a, a horror, a murder story yeah, for us? Yeah, but I, after Pablo, I don't know whether we need well, one. Well, I, I would suggest, here's my suggestion for tonight, make it like 50s, 60s. Maybe don't make it about young boys being tortured and killed. That, I think, was where you crossed the line. Do you know where I, where I think I went wrong yesterday? Yeah. Listening to you. I think oh. I should just do it my way. Um, because okay, well, you interjected, yeah, no, that's and fine. then it ended up going a little bit. You did jerk. one about about thirteen year old boys being, being, um, being thirteen to twenty being murdered. All I would say in that is, how many awards have you won? I've won four. Yeah, and how many was that when I was working with you? Um, oh, four. N- uh, well, one, well, two of them you were just the newsreader. What? Okay. Mm. So two of them, you were just the news reader. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and I still managed to get you an award. So okay, go okay. Me. And how many Ofcoms have you won? 
Well, I'm not sorry. You so won one I don't Ofcom. Ex- I don't no, accept. No, the, the, I've got one, but I don't accept yeah. it. Yeah, you, you've got one complaint upheld by the the governing body that, that was monitors... someone who was going for you and they managed to get me in the That crossfire. monitors... Um, the output of radio. I think. Okay, who's, who's, and, and, and I have got zero. I'm going to be honest, I think you threw me under the bus with that one. No, mate. Y- yeah. It was, it was for yeah, the. You it saved was for... yourself. But it's cool. No, 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 no. No, it's cool. I was asked to comment because someone complained about this show and about the, yeah. the, the, the best of show yeah. that you're in charge of that yeah. goes out quite, quite early in the daytime. Yeah. And I was asked to write, um, why I thought it was, it was appropriate that it went out during my show and I did. Yeah. And then you went, but I can't. Well, that was your, the the best of was your shows, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. You put something that was Correct. inappropriate for daytime listening okay. well, on in the daytime. Apparently. Well, well, yeah. People can't handle the truth. That's the problem. Well, no, the truth exactly, and the truth is, you muffed up big big time, and I haven't yet, and I won't because I know the rules. It's a tiny thing. You get your story straight. I'll get Barney on the line first of all. Good evening, Barney. How they all? Um, I just wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Howdy, Barney. Now we got to do it in cowboy voices for the whole call. Oh my God! Oh my God, Barney boy, what you got for us tonight? Well, I am late. Yes, Barney. I just wanted to clear up that that um, person who said uh, 1984 into their song. Like I think they actually meant um, <laughs> that um, Noel has plagiarized from the band called the 1984. Well, but the band, the 1984, if such a band exists, are you saying they only have one song? No, no. So they have more than one song. So I was correct. 1984 has more than one song. Oh. Thanks for calling, Barney. Catherine, let's get, uh, let's get a spooky murder story. I'm going to put the heating down a little bit because I'm getting quite hot now. Oh, back to you. No, well, I feel like I'm passing out. Yep. Oh, piss off. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, have he? All right, hit me. How have they done that? What? George Galloway's presenting the show with me on YouTube. Right, I've had enough of this. Oh, no, don't, 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 don't. I don't have to, I don't have to pull with this. Um, you're back, you're back, you're back, you're back. I must have, my eyes must have been playing up. You're there, you're there, you're there. No, you're there. George is back. Get rid of George, please. This is the YouTube Seriously, channel. guys, I'm, I'm oh, this close. Get rid of George, please. Get rid of George, and, please. And you know what? I'm out of contract, so there's no reason for me to be here anyway. So right, get right. Come on, we want we want to have a murder story. Please get rid of George Matthew, please, because it's here, very very tense in here. All right, he's got rid of it. He's got rid of it now. Now he's, I can still see. He's it. got you're there. You're back. You're back. You're back in the room. There we go. Right. So here we go. Murder story. Give me some decent music. Um. Okay. And not stupid. No, I'm not going to. I don't want. This is like you know. This is my big moment, and I don't want you ruining it. All right, for Martin McCutchinson's again. Um, I'm not going to... Right, I'm going to get you some good music. Let's get iTunes up. I've got some... Um, here we go. Oh, for fudge's sake. Hang on. I've uh, just realised I've only got half a story here. Carry on. I'll tell you what. Let's go to the ads. When we come back, I'm going to have some wicked music. We're going to have a brilliant, brilliant murder. And um, then we're all going to strip off and we're going to do it. What? Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Right, Matthew's getting a timeout for um, the trolling you. He's timed out now. Matthew's timed out. Right, so let's get some um, let's get some some murder music. Here we go. Oh, for goodness sakes. Uh, 
No? No. Okay. No. No. Okay. Just keep going. No. It's not this close. Um. No. Definitely not. No, okay. Yeah, this works. There you go. There you go. go do it quick, though, because the next song lined up is Cars, karaoke version in the style of Gary Newman, so just just, just be aware of that. To the lonely, well-heeled old women he met at church functions, the romantic charm of quiet, heavy-set Alfred Leonard Klein, 56, was considerably enhanced by a remote quality that they could not identify. Couldn't put their finger on it, could they? No. Klein liked company. But his company usually died suddenly in a hotel room shortly after signing her estate over to him. He liked efficiency. He almost always took his company on pleasure trips and asked her to drink a glass of buttermilk. What? When she died, he had her body cremated before police could examine it. Is buttermilk poisonous? What is buttermilk? He was poisoning the buttermilk. But what is buttermilk? Stop butter- ruining this. What is- I didn't ruin it. What is- he's ruined the butter. What is buttermilk? We can look into that afterwards. Google it. Is it milk made of butter? It's buttery milk. Sounds delicious. Don't drink it from him. No. Well, you, you can. He's dead now. He's not- what's his name? Alfred Molina. Alfred Leonard Klein. All right, carry on. Next to company and efficiency, he liked forgery. Oh. This is like the, uh... <laughs> this is like the Spanish Inquisition sketch. Nobody he liked company. I expected the kind of the Spanish Inquisition sketch. <laughs> he likes company and efficiency. He also likes forgery. <laughs> he likes two things: company, efficiency, and for three things: company, efficiency, forgery, Four things and, and buttermilk. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. Next to company and efficiency, he liked forgery. This had cost him two prison terms and an arrest in December of 1946. Okay, well, now, now we know when it's set. You should have started that, said that. It was ages ago. Right. That's what you wanted. This is what you get. I said 50s and 60s. Shut up. Digging into his secretive past, police found at least eight instances in which Forger Klein's buttermilk-drinking friends had died, leaving him legacies totaling $82,000, which was a lot of money back then, yeah, but it doesn't yeah. sound very much now. They also found that he left one of the coldest trails south of the Yukon. But in San Francisco in 1946... This says last week because it's taken from the from time.com from that time. Yeah. I don't think there was a website then, but it was from the Time magazine. Judge, that's not important. We're losing the momentum here a bit. And we're nearly into cars by Gary Newman. Judge Herbert C. Kaufman made it reasonably sure that Alfred Klein would make no more close friends. Charged with nine counts of forgery, the judge ruled that the nine sentences should run consecutively. Maximum time, 126 years. Forgery? No, murder, surely. Old-fashioned papers, innit? Is that the end of the story? Yeah. So, uh, well, that was rubbish. That what was did fine. he do? So he made women drink buttermilk, which we don't even, we don't, we think that's milk that's been, butter that's been melted, milted. All right, here we go. All right, let's do, do me another thing and I'll, I'll start again. Are you doing the same story? Yeah. All right. Get well, me some better music. I think right, it's because okay. of this. No. This is, this is good. This could work. No, it's not old fashioned <laughs> enough. All right. Um, here we go. Here we go. No. What's that? Okay. 
Here we go, here we go, here we go. Okay, I think I can work with this. Okay. A prolific American bluebeard. Klein was linked with at least nine... Hang on a minute, I might have a better one. What? Here we go, here we go, this is it, we got it, we got it, this is it, this is it. Here we go, this is it. Oh no. This is it. This is Alfred Leonard Klein's again. All right. Pretend take, you didn't hear the first one. Take, take two. two. We'll cut the other one out. Take two. A prolific American bluebeard, Alfred Leonard Klein, was linked with at least nine homicides between 1930 and his arrest in 1945. Eight of his wives were dispatched after willing their earthly possessions to Klein. His single male victim was an evangelist, the Reverend Ernest Jones, who made Klein the heir to $11,000 shortly before his unexpected death. Drinking buttermilk. With practice, Klein polished his murder technique to perfection. Insisting on a lavish honeymoon, he would check into a stylish hotel, there persuading his bride to drink a glass of buttermilk, buttermilk. laced with powerful sedatives. That makes more sense. Okay. That makes more okay. sense now. He okay. drugged it. Yeah. Yeah, it just wasn't, wasn't just off. That would just make him sick. As she lost consciousness, the house physician would be summoned, told that Mrs. Klein was suffering another heart attack. Hours later, when a second dose of drugs proved fatal, doctors were inclined to issue death certificates, citing heart failure as the proximate cause. Proximate? Is that a word? Yeah. Okay. Mm. In May 1944, Klein married a Chicago wil- widow called Delora Krebs. True story. Okay. And probably set off for the West Coast. No! No, down. Down, boy, down. That, what's he called, Mike? Mike? He's going to go nuts listening to this. Yeah, oh. I think we may have lost Mike. <laughs> I gave him some buttermilk. I'm going to start again. No, don't start again. In May 1944, Klein married a Chicago widow, Delora Krebs, yeah. and promptly set off for the West Coast. Delora's annuity checks were always promptly cashed, but relatives had trouble reaching her by telephone. She was dead. Klein habitually put them off with tales of illness. Bitch- he habitually put them off? Habitually. Oh, he said Klein habitually put them off. <laughs> no, she's not coming. Don't like you, <laughs> dirty cow. <laughs> I don't think you're taking this seriously. I am, I am, I am, I am. I want some buttermilk. Klein habitually put them off. <laughs> she thinks you stink, you smelly tart. <laughs> she's not home to you. <laughs> Klein habitually put them off. Yes. With tales of illness, shopping errands, previous engagements, better things to do. Yes. When a wire arrived from Portland, Oregon... That's report- a telegram. Yeah, reporting a death, family members pressed for an investigation, uncovering Klein's criminal activities in a dozen states. Oh. Cremation of his late lamented wife saved Klein from prosecution on a murder charge, but he was jailed for forgery in San Francisco. Dolores' annuity checks came back to haunt him, and testimony from two surviving poison victims persuaded the court that a maximum sentence was justified. Sentenced to 126 years, Klein died in Folsom Prison of a heart attack on August 5th, 
Can you beloved, we are gathered to celebrate. It's very like that, isn't it? Isn't it? That's uh, that's uh, the Beatles and Eleanor Rigby there. <laughs> you just told me something about um, the Nickelback fan out there, Sam, who works with us from time to time. He's doing mm. breakfast again next week. Um, that I didn't know. He's got a famous relative. And that had a direct impact on his appreciation or lack thereof of the Beatles. Yeah. He kind of was grew up in a house, he told me, that despised the Beatles. Yeah. That was his exact word. Despised. Because, who, what band was your granddad in, Sam? The Dallas Boys. Yeah, you got, <laughs> what? I know that I've heard of the Dallas Boys. What, why? His granddad was yeah. I'm named after him. My my middle names. Is, is Dallas Boy? No. <laughs> <laughs> that would be strange. How, f- how funny is that? And so that, because of the, like, inter-band rivalry, you lot didn't listen to the Beatles? Yeah, pretty much. That is like, that's abuse. That's abuse, not, not... <laughs> Although the Dallas Boys did play at his dad's wedding, which is fantastic. Yeah, free band. This is amazing. This is amazing. Anyway, 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 thank you for that. Paul <laughs> Ross, what are you, a Dallas Boy special tonight, then, is it? Well, maybe that's next week. Okay, fine. We might save that for Tuesday when he's on yeah. breakfast. <laughs> yes, yes. We're going to him something. Well, on the show tonight, as I'm sure you know, we believe the Big Bang, the primal atom, exploded 13.8 billion years ago. On this very day. <laughs> We've now found a scientist who spotted oxygen from the first stars, and oh. he's based in London. Yeah. It goes back... If, if say... It's 100% of time from the Big Bang till now. Yeah. He's seen evidence of light 2% into that time, when the galaxy was how just does, 200 million years old. How does that work? Well, I don't know. I struggle to understand Okay, this. so there's the Big Bang. Yeah. And after that, there's what they call the Dark Ages. Yeah. And they've pushed those back. They, now, they thought for a while they lasted about half a billion years. They now think 200, 250 million years, okay? And then for, for, for some reason they don't quite understand, stars appeared, as in let there be light. Yeah. And that's where the oxygen occurred. And then they exploded and formed other stars and planets, and they're expanding outwards as well as exploding S- inwards. So, he, what, he, he's seeing... He's obviously... He's not... I, I'm going to sound He's recognised trace oxygen via a spectroscope that's out in space, the Hubble telescope. So, he's, he's not looking through time. He's looking, like, miles and miles and miles and miles what away. What he's seeing is about... Wow. What he's seeing is about 13 and a half billion years old coming towards us. Comes, yeah, and this man's on the show this morning. I can't Fair wait. Bit, I can't wait. Man. And I said to him, I said, you OK doing it live? He said, I'm pretty much up all the time. <laughs> In case he misses something, of yeah. course he is. I That's can't wait for that. incredible. Yeah. So we're talking about that on the programme today. Wow. And the usual old stuff as well. We're doing all the usual stuff for Friday. But I mean, that's my biggie for this week. <laughs> that's sorted me right out for the weekend. The same old tosh, but a bloke <laughs> and, who's seen, who's seen the, the, and, and almost I tell you what the Big Bang. About the Big Bang is the Big Bang was only called that because the bloke, the bloke called Sir Fred Hoyle thought it was absolute nonsense. It was a French story called The Primal Atom. Yeah. And he said, this hasn't got legs. This hasn't what he said. And he to kind of denigrated it. He called it The Big Bang. And oh. that made it take off. He was bitten by his own PR spin, effectively. Oh. Wow. And then suddenly people thought, that is the most effective theory, and they nicked his name, the Big Bang, not the, the primal atom sounds a bit biblical. Yeah, almost, The yeah. Big Bang's got it going on, hasn't it? Oh, isn't that funny? Yeah. Well, there you go, Paul Ross, thank you very much. Paul Ross will be at one, on at one o'clock, one till five, isn't it, your, uh, your shift? The Cosmic Dawn, that's the what co- they call the start of the stars, <laughs> the Cosmic Dawn. We're living in science fiction land. The Cosmic Dawn. <laughs> you say we're living in science fiction land, did you see that, um... The, uh, one of those, the, well, they're not remote control cars, self-driving... Oh, driverless cars. cars. Driverless cars crashed. One crashed into the back of a bus. One of the Elon Musk Teslas crashed into the back of a bus. And, and, he's, and everyone's going, well, they're not as safe as they're supposed to be. So, I still can't see the point of them. One of the joys... I, I'm not a big natural yes. driver, but I quite enjoy driving yeah. as an activity. But I would kind of like getting in the, you know... Take, take me, type it in. Take me to, take me to Milton Keynes. I don't know why you want to go to Milton Keynes, but uh, take me, take me to Edinburgh, please, car. 
Yes, yes, master. <laughs> and then you just what? Sit... Why would it say master? <laughs> of course it would. He's programmed it. <laughs> <laughs> I think of Night Run. He called. He say master, didn't he? Kit Kat. Oh dear. Yes, master. Oh, supreme yes, being. Yes, master. <laughs> I will take you there. And then you can have a little doze. I'd. L I would love that. And given that you made this poor creature call you master, what might it do while you were dozy? It... Where might it take you? What well, photographs might you take? You know, we did a story about six months ago. Someone had invented a thing. You plug into the lighter. And it it goes on your old fella, and it it pleasures you, and it blew up while he was driving. Do you remember? Serves that? him right. It was in a Nissan. <laughs> he, should, was... he should have stepped to Swan Vestas, shouldn't he? <laughs> Those extra long matches from the supermarket. It blew up in his car, blowing him. It, anyway, it, you know, it was it was a mess. It was a it was a horrible mess. Um, anyway, <laughs> and, you, and you've got one more night of this, haven't you? <laughs> oh, God, 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 I'm going nuts. Thank you, Paul. Paul will be on at one o'clock. Do stick around and listen to it. Paul's on one till five, and it's um, it's a bloody good show, to be honest. It's a bit iffy. It's patchy. Dallas boys. It's, it's patchy. It's hit and miss, but those hits, man, they're good. Um, we will be back tonight at ten o'clock. Thank you very much, Sam. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you, dear listener. Until then, from us, ta-ta. <laughs>